Greetings and welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Don't know why I dramatically stamped my arms off my chair, but that's just where I'm at, I guess, in 2022. To the Words About Games podcast, the weekly news, culture, and gaming podcast for Words About Games. I'm your host, Amy K. Alexander, and I'm joined this week by the... Oh, shit. Oh, uh, I had it. I was going to make a joke about your Jurassic Park t-shirt, but I'd say, the, you know, the era that the dinosaurs were in, and I've forgotten the name of the era that the dinosaurs were in. Daffod Moody! There's a lot of eras that they were in. I didn't The most common one is the, is the Jurassic era. The Jurassic era. There's no, was it not the Crustaceous era? Was that not a dinosaur thing? There's many eras of dinosaurs. Many, many, many eras. But howdly doodly do, everybody, it's Monday. You know what that means dinosaur I've facts tried. with amy and Moody. dinosaur <laughs> facts <laughs> fun fact t-rex was not in the, not in the jurassic period f- f- also a fun fact was very very bad at giving hugs <laughs> but he was very good at uh nibbling nibbling it's a little nibbler little, little cheeky he's a nibbler. little nibbler little he's just like nibbler. a shark just like a shark they nibble <laughs> when they want to just find out what they find out what you what what uh, what, uh, what you are and getting eaten by kill orcas right now. So, yep, yep. The South Africa, they they, they the uh, an orca family has mutilated them, <laughs> <laughs> and they can't swim backwards. Sharks, <clears> and they cannot swim swim backwards. I, I learned I learned that from classic classic Samuel L. Jackson film Deep Blue Sea when I was a kid. But it slid backwards for some reason. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> that was one of the first videos I ever bought. I don't know why. Deep Blue Sea. Was it? Yeah. Deep Blue Sea? Rush Hour. I love that movie unphonetically. Rush Hour, Deep Blue Sea. Um, I, they were like the two videos that I owned. <laughs> Rush Hour, peak c- comedy. That was awesome comedy. And the sequel is just as good. The, the third one, not so much. <laughs> Never saw the third one. No, it's all that Good, you don't, you don't, you're not missing much. Not I mean, much. I miss I miss so many things. <laughs> that is true, you do miss a lot of things. I, I don't watch many of the things. <laughs> you don't, you don't at all. You don't, you don't. Well, what, Phil, what Phil's been pressuring me to do another film day, because like, I, I, I do that every now and again, where I like make a live tweet thread, and I just watch films all day and like live tweet in a thread. He, re- he really enjoys them, so he's been like, you should do one, because I've, I've, I've been on holidays, like, you should do a film day, you should do a film day, you should do a film day. I'm like, man, I've got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> No bless him. <laughs> but uh, I think I'm gonna do one. He's a busy boy these days, so I mean he's busy. He's a busy guy, you know? Like he's yep. doing his thing, you know. Doing his thing. <laughs> he did do a thing. <laughs> well <laughs> I can hear a fan you listen to all of the banter film. sections. We love you to bits, Phil, and we miss you. Well, I you? miss you, because I'm nowhere near the northeast right I now. I miss all of you, <laughs> you fucking bastards. Pastor, I miss all of you. Apart from Keith. That Keith, I don't like him too much. <laughs> fucking dickheads. I was talking, I was out I was out earlier in, in the week. Uh, I saw. I caught up with Nelly before she went to some uh, lab. Before she went to the lab. She's wearing scrubs, it was very strange. But, um, like, we, <laughs> we, we hung out for a bit, and I was like, and, and she was like... She was like asking me how how things are going, and I was like, I'm in a bit of an existential crossroads here. And she was like, she, I think she was just expecting me to say, yeah, holiday is good. 
And instead, I just went, I just went, uh, I am having an existential crisis. <laughs> What's your existential crisis about? And it's like within a month, like all of my closest friends just went poof <laughs> and we're gone. <laughs> Which, you know, I'm not like saying like, fuck y'all. I'm not. I would. I would be I'm not. That. Like, you went to Manchester, <laughs> she went to university, Phil's doing his thing, and I was just like, and here's me just standing in the middle going, fuck. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> Guess I'm still here. <laughs> Fawn's asleep and he's like, come back, come back, come back. It's not even. Like, it's, it's, it's more just like it's standing. Don't make me choose. It's more just like standing in the middle doing, you know, the uh, Nathan Fillion gif. <laughs> that one <laughs> oh bless you it's fine you. i'm good i still get to hang out with you on podcasts i honestly chat to phil on messenger more <laughs> like now than i did before like i don't really get and i still get to see him you know because we, we share a job but um like oh. he's he's on messenger a lot more now because his sleep schedule has been disrupted to the point where he's now awake when i'm awake <laughs> so now we get oh, to message each other and 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 Nelly's off doing a university thing, so she's gonna like replace me as a as as a best with a with a cool university bestie, and then I'll be fine. <laughs> Sweet. But I that's did. A, that's how we. That's how it works in going to uni or college. So that's how it works. We re, we replace our friends with yeah. other friends. You go off and get a new job, or you you know you do what Phil's doing, or you do what Nelly's doing, and you, and you replace your your old bestie with with a brand new bestie who doesn't force you. <laughs> Two podcasts about <laughs> terrible news topics. <laughs> Life is better. Oh, bless. Oh, bless, 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 bless. This is not a cry for help, by the way. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like, like it like, at all. <laughs> I feel like, uh, I, feel like this, uh, I had some really nice mac and cheese today. <laughs> I'm just trying nice. to change the subject. It was, it was very nice. There's a picture of it on my cool. Instagram. It was... Mac and cheese is is an interesting thing to eat. So it's like this, like really like locally famous place in the, in the market. So it was like I have to try it because you know everyone keeps telling me how good it is. So I went with a couple of friends. Mac and cheese is one of those things where you keep eating it, like out of the out of the the tub thing that they give you, yeah. and it like it just keeps like reforming. <laughs> Like you're not making yeah, any progress. Does, yeah. You're just eating it. Like <laughs> damn, there's it's a lot of fucking ending. food in here. It's never ending. Yeah. And then and then you get to the end and you're just like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, ten out of ten. Wow, it was delicious. But also, much like the cheeseburger last week. Fucking hell. You did it again. <laughs> I did it again. I'm so full. You did it again. Like my parents had fit. My parents had fish and chips, and they were like, "Do you want to have? Do you want to have some fish and chips?" And I was like. I think I'd die. I think I'd actually die. Like I take one bite of the fish. <laughs> just collapse. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna eat something later, but not as heavy as like fish and shit. <laughs> it's like fucking crackers or something. <laughs> Maybe just a, a leaf, a salad leaf or something. Just, just one single salad leaf, like yeah. a carrot. Eat a carrot. Get oh, some not, vitamin C or whatever's in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's, What's up, up Doc? <laughs> Should that be the new intro for the podcast? I'll just have a carrot. I don't really like carrots though. What's up, Doc? <laughs> Can I replace the carrot in this bit with a cucumber? I like cucumbers. 
Oh, cucumbers are nice. Cucumbers, cucumbers are, are tasty. Nice. I had a, yeah. I had a wrap uh, a few days ago with like cucumber, like like there's I get the the salad like the lettuce and the cucumbers and like some red onion, <clears throat> and they put the cucumber in, and it was like the, it wasn't like this pissy little fucking like wafer thin slices. It was big chunks of cucumber. I was like, yes, you get it. <laughs> You want the chunky cucumbers. You don't really, you want to know the cucumbers there. <laughs> that's my that's my tip. Pro tip. If you're ever making anything with cucumber in it, chunky cucumber. Moody, how's your week been? <laughs> it has been long. I won't lie. I literally I literally, I was tempted to put out the gif on Wednesday of uh, the, the What a week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Captain, it's only it's only Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like to put that gif out on like Mondays. Like if I'm having a bad day on like a Monday and yeah. I put it out, but it's only Wednesday, and then someone's always like, "It's not Wednesday." And I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> my my thing is just Garf. I've just wrote a Garfield one out. I hate I Mondays. Mondays. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's it's been uh, not not work not work related any like that. Work's going fabulous. I'm really enjoying. Working any good games lately? Okay, I'm done. I got it in there. <laughs> <laughs> so the missus came uh, came ill. Oh, kind oh, of no. ill. I say ill. She came down with a toothache, which was That's excruciatingly bad. painful for her. That's bad. And where, where she didn't sleep Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got, so I went to work. She was absolutely in agony. Uh, she texted me, can I come home? <laughs> and I went on my lunch break. I went, so I, so I, so I came home. Uh, we took her to see if we can get some strong painkillers. We got a coding, like a, and uh, they seemed to work. Tuesday, perfectly fine. Tuesday night, not they perfectly don't, they fine. They don't work forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Came back with a vengeance, and she was even worse when it came to it. So eventually we got through. So... So Wednesday, I did not go to work on Wednesday. Sure. <laughs> I had to, I'd stayed home because she was in pain. I was like, I'm not going home. I'm not going to work if she's in pain. If I need to somehow, if I can sort this, I can sort this. So we were like, obviously, trying to get into an emergency dentist there for thing. Yeah. Amy? Emergency dentists fucking... are the fucking worst. <laughs> I know <laughs> where this story is going. <laughs> I was on the phone for two hours. Fucking, they're ridiculous, aren't they? <laughs> two hours i was uh, emergency <laughs> <laughs> two hours i couldn't believe it like we rang them from two from both of our phones <laughs> so we had two phones going to see which one would get there first <laughs> did you have like a little pool going like a little bet did you like get all the guys from work and be like hey bet on this this will be fun you know <laughs> no i was just getting more angry i won't lie <laughs> i actually saw your tweet uh, and i was worried i was like oh shit it's moody's like Smoothie's like tooth like going or something, but now I know the story. No, 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 it was the missus. So we finally, thankfully, when they finally answered, <laughs> they got her in straight away. Excellent. Gra- they told us, they said, come this time, we'll get you straight in. Uh, said, but, uh, booked for one o'clock, got there for a quarter to one, just in time, because we didn't know where we were going. We're still learning the place where we're at. Sure. And I think like that. Got there, uh, sat down. She didn't get seen until quarter to two. <laughs> yeah, so like... <laughs> I was I've, like, oh my God. <laughs> I've been to the emergency dentist that's like around here um, a couple of times. And like, <clears throat> the way they work is you have to go early in the morning. 
Like, where it opens at a certain time, and you have to be there at that certain time because they can only see, like, because it's a student thing. So, like, it's just a lot of student dentists and dental nurses. And, like, there's there's only so many people that they'll see on the day. So, like, you have to go there and hope that you get there and get a ticket. <laughs> like, I can, I, yeah, I can appreciate all of that. I really can. And, like, the worst and- one is if you get there early, you get there at, like, 8 a.m. or whatever it is. I can't remember what time it is. And then they're, like, you give you a ticket and they say, right, this is for the afternoon thing. So come back at, like, 1 o'clock and it's, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. And I'm in agony and I'm, like, what the fuck do I do? I can't go and get coffee. I can't go and get food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna wander this around. This is dying right now. I'm just gonna wander <laughs> around in pain. Just like... yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, though, they did sort her. Yeah, they did sort her. Uh, they gave her some something, and it's completely got rid of the pain, and she's been absolutely fine since oh, then. That's awesome. She slept. She slept like a log. I bet. She went. So we got home around say the say the half two mark. I would say give or take. Um, and she went straight to bed. She, she got some food, and then she went straight to bed. Uh, and she said, wake her up uh, at 5 o'clock. I went, okay. Came in. So, babe. Babe. <laughs> <laughs> she does, know, she does, she does uh, wake up a little bit, and she, and she said, do you want me to come back in an hour? I took that as a yes. <laughs> and I walked away. And I came back in for at 6 o'clock and everything like that. And she, she woke up in everything. Uh, she did what she wanted to do. And then she, 8 o'clock she went to bed and she was out. She slept for about 12 hours. Wow. Which was amazing and, and everything. So I was really happy for her and everything. But yeah, it was a long week. Sure. It was really long. But um, yeah, like, like the worst thing is for me, for my anxiety, for myself, I'm just like, oh my God, why is this happening? I'm, uh, and everything like that because I'm like still on my probation period with my work. I'm just thinking, oh, worst, just just in my head, I'm thinking the worst thing, you know? So I'm just like, I'm a boss, so he's been absolutely amazing. He's saying, right. don't worry about it. Don't not worry about it. Because you, you work at a, a decent like place to work, so I imagine like everyone's like... It seems like it right now. Your yeah. partner is, your, oh, your partner is in like agonizing pain. Of course you can go to her. <laughs> Whereas, like, yeah. so, so, some other people who shall remain shall remain nameless in this equation might have an entirely different response from from the place that they work. I don't know who that. I'm just referencing like hypothetical <laughs> people here, and no one in particular. Um, yeah, toothache's one of the worst. <laughs> like, if I was like ranking pain, it would be cramps, toothache that time i cracked my head open like i feel like i would put toothache above <laughs> above that one time i cracked my head open <laughs> that was a fun journey actually i was getting the bus to work and then instead of getting the bus to work i just got on the bus to the hospital and because it was right there <laughs> like because i was running to get the bus and there was like must have been some ice or something and i slept and i cro- bang and there was like blood everywhere because like when you you, you, you injure your head it's very bloody um yeah and yeah i just got off and i was like and i just looked at my hand and anyway well shit concussed obviously so i thought shit better go to the hospital (laughs) and i got on the bus and the thing i'd been running to was the cash machine because this was years and years ago right so i was like shit i need to get money for the bus and i didn't make it to the cash machine (laughs) so when i got on the bus to the hospital (laughs) i don't know what i looked like to the driver (laughs) and i was just like i need to go to the hospital (laughs) 
And then I was like, oh, but I didn't make it to the cash machine. And he just went, it's fine to worry about it. <laughs> Obviously, get on. <laughs> and then this nice old lady was like, looked at, like, was sat in the rope in front of me. And she looked at me. She was, she just gave me this big tissue. <laughs> she was like, yeah. I was like, thank you. <laughs> There's a lot coming out. Uh, <laughs> well, they let me. I was waiting in the A and E for like three or four hours, so not bad. And they gave me, they gave, they gave me like they did the whole stitches thing, and I was sat there. And at that point, the shock had worn off. The pain was quite bad. And then she was like trying to do the stitches. She's like proper having to force the needle, and the nurse is like, "Ooh, you've got a very thick head." <laughs> And it was like, and I was like trying not to throw up. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, I, call, I called my job at the time much, much later in the day. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be. I, I guess you've guessed that I'm not going to be in a day. I've, I've like cracked my head open like four stitches. I've got a concussion. Oh, well, but will you be in tomorrow? <laughs> I was like, but I cracked my head open and I've got four stitches in my head. No, no, I'm not going to be in tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going, concussing you, smeghead. I'm going to bed for the next six days. <laughs> <laughs> Call me then. <laughs> Call me next week. We'll see. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless! Is there one, one more thing I want to shout out? Like, um, so this is obviously so it was obviously a long week. Wednesday night, I was knackered, and I was just like, I want to watch something, and I want to watch something fun. So I put on this anime on Netflix. Koroto lives alone. Amy, it is the most adorable, heartfelt thing I've seen all year. And I almost cried on multiple occasions. Nice. It was so, so good. Only 10 episodes, but and hopefully there's going to be a second season. Please be a fucking second season. Please, I need a second season. Nice. It was just adorable. It's about a kid. And you know how it is, anime, and everything like that, and manga, whatnot. It's very dramatized on certain things and whatnot. So this kid, four... Five, uh, four, four, five. He's living alone. Doesn't his parents aren't with him? Wow. Certain, so there are circumstances why, which they explain through little st- nuances of the nuance of storytelling on this show is really well done. Where it just comes out of nowhere, and you're just like, oh shit, type of thing. And it's just really, oh, really good. And it's just like, and it's just how he acts. So at the same time, the boy is just like. He act, he acts like he tries to act like an adult, sure. everything like that. I will be strong. I will be this. I will be that, and everything. And he is so so adorable, and I love the show. Awesome. I watched our old highlight. I've been watching old highlight videos from our YouTube channel the oh last couple God. of days, and I was like, <laughs> the first thing I looked at was like, oh yeah, I did have red hair. <laughs> And the second thing was like, God damn, <laughs> some voices I haven't heard for a while. And then the third thing I, I thought was, damn, me and Moody are very entertaining. <laughs> 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 so all in all, that was a positive experience. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, hopefully on the, which is it, the 9th, the 18th of November, whatever time it will be, I don't know what time it will be, that's when Pokemon comes out. Mm-hmm. And Pokemon in it. Pokemon. I'm already planning maybe to book the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off because um, I have holidays. I have to actually have to take, so I'm like, why not? <laughs> so I, I like try to stream every Thursday and Saturday night 
and then like yeah. do pop-ups whenever I've got time. Like I didn't have time this week because I was making a Steam Next Fest video. Go check it out. YouTube.com slash Words About Games UK. Um, and it, but like literally the week Pokemon comes out, I'm just writing the entire week off. I'm like, I'm not going to stream. I'm not going to get near the fucking channel. <laughs> Moody's going to be streaming Pokemon. Like I can have but that. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I can have that week off and I can just sit and, ch- and chat and chill and maybe in Discord like and, and just like chill and chill while you play Pokemon and get my Switch out. And That was the, the one last thing I did want to say. Like cause I didn't play. I haven't got anything for like games that i played because again i played 12 next fest demos and made that video but they finally sent me splatoon 3 it should be here it should be here tomorrow (laughs) i'm gonna finally get to play splatoon 3 moody when joe medforce is six thousand miles away (laughs) that is funny (laughs) (laughs) thanks (laughs) oh bless you but uh i can finally split splatoon so now i'm gonna see about Maybe streaming a Splatoon thing and show everybody how bad I am in Splatoon. Sweetness. I watched some, like, one of the clips I was watching was our old Apex clips, and I was like, damn, I used to be really good at first person shooters. What happened? <laughs> I stopped playing first person shooters. <laughs> it's like, exactly. It's like, oh, we stopped playing first person shooters. I was talking to Avi, and she was like, we were talking about, like, getting a game in Sash going, and she was like, we were like, what do you play? And she was like, I play Valorant. And I was like, I haven't got the reflexes for. PC shooter, but then I was like, I don't play those kinds of games anymore. Like I dip into Halo every now and again, but like now it's all like slower paced stuff, right? Like f- I don't need Twitch reflexes to play Phasmophobia. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Unless they add a new mode, like boom, 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 boom. You know, I'm not gonna <laughs> battle royale mode, but uh, battle battle royale. But uh, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. It's come up a lot because I got surprisingly emotional when Overwatch 1 went, like, was finally shut down. Like, it hit me more than I thought it would because I, even though I haven't played the game for years, I did play it, like, hundreds of hours a of lot. it. A lot. Yeah, yeah a and lot, I, like, really watched really the Overwatch League and everything. And I was just, like, I went on a bit of a wave of emotions on, on Monday that I wasn't anticipating over, like, the shutdown of this game. <laughs> yeah. It's understandable. Ah, yeah, it was weird. It was so weird, though. It was mm-hmm. just like, I haven't even thought about this game for, like, a couple of years. But, like, it's over now. Like, you can never play it again. It's really weird that they've done that. Well, I feel like if they didn't, with the, everything that's going on with Overwatch 2, I, I feel like this would be... Everyone would just go back the, to Overwatch This would be 1. a Master Chief collection versus Halo Infinite situation where, like, people would just go, eventually just go back to the, the old one. <laughs> Mm, true, 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 true. Um, but anyway, this is the Words About <clears throat> Games podcast. Every Monday, you can get a video version of the show on youtube.com slash wordsaboutgamesuk or an audio version on a variety of platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. There are timestamps in the description of wherever you choose to listen to this podcast, so you can skip around, see what we've been talking about, or watch the whole podcast backwards if you like. We don't mind. We're just happy that you're here. If you'd like to support the show, this show, or our content directly, Buy us a coffee over at coffee.com slash words about games. And lastly, if you want to hang out with us while we play some games, head over to twitch.tv slash words about games. There's, <clears throat> there's been no videos coming out more or less on the channel, right? For like the last month and a bit. Because I've been working on stuff. Um, 
apart from obviously the podcast, she was out every week. <laughs> and I feel like October, I'm just going to be like shotgun videos out because they're all start. I'm looking at like working on stuff <clears throat> and they're all starting to like get finished within like a short space of time. So I'm just going to blast a bunch of videos out and then be nothing again. <laughs> Which I find really funny. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, anyway, shall we jump in feet first? Why not? Why not? Love, love jumping in feet first. <clears throat> Activision, Blizzard. And you always know a podcast is going to be great when the new section starts with the words Activision and Blizzard combined. <clears throat> Activision Blizzard withheld raises from union campaigners NLRB fines. This is from Victoria Kennedy over at Eurogamer. He writes, Following investigations, the National Labor Relations Board, NLRB, has found that Activision Blizzard withheld raises for the QA testers at Raven Software campaigning to form a union. Per the Washington Post, Activision Blizzard and the QA testers from Raven Software will now continue on with their negotiations to agree a collective bargaining agreement. However, if the two parties cannot settle on an agreement, the NLRB can issue a complaint against Activision Blizzard. Another option would be for the NLRB to prosecute the case before a federal judge should the company refuse to settle, although this is deemed unlikely. Former NLRB Chairman Wilma Liebman stated this news was a very preliminary win for the union, noting it gave the QA testers, quote, a little bit of leverage, end quote, going forward. Uh, quote, it's part of their tactics, you know, hit them wherever they can to put pressure on the company in order to reach an agreement with them and to stop violating the law, end quote. In response to these findings, Activision Blizzard spokesperson Rich George gave the following statement. <laughs> rich George. Because he's, he's, he's rich. It's George. This is actually first name printing capitalism quote due to legal obligations under the nlrb uh, under the national labor relations act requiring employees not to grant wage increases while an election was pending we could not institute new pay initiatives at raven because they would be brand new kinds of compensation changes which had not been planned beforehand this rule that employers should not grant these kinds of wage increases has been the law for many years end quote activision blizzard declined to comment when contacted by eurogamer Uh, but let's just be frank here, we all knew. <laughs> this is not a surprise whatsoever. Their statement is a bullshit statement, as always. And thank God uh, the NLRB now has some more evidence that will hopefully help the QA testers even more. We'll continue to push the unionization, not just for QA testers, but for the entire industry in a large and everything. And seriously, just like, yeah. Do you want to know what's going to... Screw you. Yeah, for... Sorry. I want you to finish that thought. Screw your Activision Blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should let me finish before you jump in all the well, time. I thought you were. You left a gap and I jumped into the gap, but then you kept talking. The gap then... is like a millisecond. <laughs> yeah, but that's in my brain. Light speed. And then it'll. And then once you get to the... And you know this. Once we once we, stop, we hit stop recording, it goes... <laughs> you literally like there's a gap what me what me <laughs> um, no like yeah like you know what's going to stand the QA testers at Raven Software in this situation in really good stead the fact that they're in a union <laughs> yeah, yeah they're not yeah, yeah. at the they're not at the mercies of the whims of the managers at Raven Software and Activision Blizzard like they have union representation so that's a good thing and again I always say it when we bring up union stuff the fact that like 
Activision Blizzard is like trying to make make unions like sound like a bad idea to everybody else in the company is a sign that you should be in a union. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um and this is yeah, the statement's bullshit. Well, it's not probably not bullshit. I assume there is some kind of law like somewhere that says that you know, we can't grant wage increases when there's a union election pending, but, I mean, the union election is not pending anymore, guys. <laughs> it went it's through. Done. They're in a union now. <laughs> uh, so where's their pay rise? Exactly. I've got a watch exactly. now, so I can do this. TikTok Activision Blizzard. <laughs> TikTok. Like they're going uh, to give any pay rises while they're not done by Microsoft. <laughs> Until the deal goes through. Until the deal we'll goes about through. Later. Yeah, we'll be talking about that later. Lots of movement on the deal. Um, apparently, yeah, apparently. yeah, it's always... Apparently. <laughs> lots of... It's, it's that kind of movement where it's like a lot of things happened, but nothing really happened. <laughs> it just felt like a lot of things happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, but yeah, like... I don't know. Fucking... Fuck you, Activision Blizzard. Like, at the end of the day, we're not surprised that this terribleness uh, keeps happening and everything from Activision Blizzard, that they keep putting their foot in their mouth and doing stupid things. And even if one of them is, quote-unquote, a law that they have created for their company, why the fuck would you create that law? Well, let's rephrase that. We know why you created that law. You're just stupid for creating that law and everything and it just and it just makes you just even more of a worse of a company than you already were and which we already knew all about you already so it's like yeah whatever you, you're gonna keep on swinging that bat until you're gone <laughs> oh man they are and really even going then, down we don't know, yeah and we don't even know even then we don't even know if those fuckers are gonna be gone <laughs> um we know yeah. one of them will go even though he says he won't we know Copic's gone. We know he is. But the rest of them, we haven't got a fucking clue. So. Uh, yeah, well, the torture apologist um, hasn't left. Like, all of the news stars, because you linked this in the Discord, and I remember actually, yeah. I actually clicked the link I and read, read it. I didn't read it. I just yeah. saw the line. I thought I'd send it to you. Because I saw the, the thing, like the link, and it, the headline was, oh, Francis Townsend has, has left, the, left Activision Blizzard. And I was getting ready to do a ding-dong, the witch is dead bit. You know, in our Discord, because I'm a classy girl. And then I actually clicked it to read it, and then it was like, oh, she's left, but she's still going to be an advisor to, to Bobby Kotick. And I was like, so she she has, she has left so she- in the technical sense <laughs> <laughs> that she's still going to actually be around as a consultant. So how crazy is it that that we, uh, we already knew that woman had no morals? We already knew that. I definitely like that for God's sakes. Waterboarding. Check it out. Um, but Jesus, like, um, the guy threw her under the bus. Like, legit threw her under the bus when all of this shit kicked off last year. Seeing I mean, that she wrote the statement and everything like yeah, that. When it wasn't her, it was him. And threw her under the bus. And she's like some no morality type of person. She's like, I don't care if you threw me under the bus. You just give me a little bit of chi-ching. I'll be okay. Type of thing. Because that's what it'll be. She'll be yeah. getting some, obviously getting a good pay, pay for it and everything. Okay. And they'll say, she's gone, but I'm an advisor for Bobby Kopic. I imagine <laughs> she's left the company. She doesn't work for Activision Blizzard anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she's an yeah, external yeah. consultant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which will still have power over the company for some Which means, reason. yeah, she's probably still going to have all the same powers. Like, because she's yeah, she's yeah, an ex, yeah. ex, she's a consultant to Bobby Kotick. 
yeah. a turd in a human suit. So, you know, it's not really, like, changed anything. But I just did think it was funny that it's like, it's like the thing I just said about the deal. It's like, it looked like everything changed for a second. <laughs> but then nothing had changed. <laughs> more and more things change. The more and more they stay the same. <laughs> the more things, the, the more, the more corporations try to convince us things change, the more the world is still burning down around us. I get some sunscreen. I can't That's get what some one politician I bet would say. Get some sunscreen. <laughs> buy a snorkel. <laughs> get a better paying job. Get a better paying job. I can't believe we did went through a whole intro and didn't talk about the tro- the train wreck that was the Tory Pie conference. The Tory conference. I have yeah. been feasting this week, Moody. It has been amazing. <laughs> yeah, it has been. Yeah, it really has been. I love the one. Sorry, we're going on a tangent, but I have it's to fine. say this. I love the one freaking uh, Reese Mogg. I don't mind getting called a Tory scum. Fine, we can think of something else, mate. Just me on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking, you fucking muppet! The guy who was, a lot of them were. He was you know, on Jones's video, he was clearly drunk. <laughs> was it? Was very entertaining. Oh yeah. Anyone who looked like they just fell out of the Victorian era, Mwah. tremendous. Like I love the one who, who, who white hair, yeah, face like shit. He was just not happy at all. Well, and then well, he goes no, off actually. at one at the end. <laughs> and then say, well, that's bollocks. He's not the fox. This is a lot of bollocks. You're a terrible person. Yeah. And I'm just like, what, dude? You it's, don't know. You clearly don't know your facts. <laughs> yeah, it's like so. Like it's like the they had an, they had their LGBT uh, the conservatives LGBT like panel or conference or whatever. Yeah, and then a yeah. fucking shit ton of people got abused. Like. Got hate crimes, just hate crimes, casually, like by other conservative by party members. Party, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that should never happen to anyone. I don't care who yeah. you are or what you believe; that shouldn't yeah. happen. But it was a little bit. It was made a little bit sweeter by the fact that they'd been tweeting just before that happened. Um, the tweet that they put out is one of those where it was like, "Oh, you can't be conservative and be and be cool and be gay," and they were like showing their pins and stuff, like really being like, hey, "See, we can be conservative and be gay," and they're like. Two hours later, or whatever it was, they got hate crimes. <laughs> the tweet did not age well. Like, and it's like, was anybody shocked by this development? No. Nope. nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Fucking Tories, man. Like, I, I have settled into like enjoying the <laughs> spectacle of. Everything that's happening in the UK now. Like, it, it's objectively terrible for everybody in the country. Yes. And it is definitely making life worse by the minute. But, yeah, no doubt about it. But it's pretty funny, too. <clears throat> what I think is really funny even more is that you would think the, 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 the party who is, quote-unquote, the government of the United Kingdom right now would have a better-looking stage. <laughs> the stage looked really, really... Well, they poop- were- Poor. Let's just be frank here. <laughs> they were probably going to buy a better stage until they tanked the economy, and then it was like, well, this is what we can afford now. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Wow. She's only been in power for like four she's weeks. A, it's amazing. Oh, no, she's had an interest in four weeks, hasn't she? <laughs> Creates a government. Queen says, adios. <laughs> Queen's like, nah, I'm not doing tanks. this again. Peace. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> tanks, tanks the fucking economy. First thing she does, right, let's get to work fucking destroying our entire economy. It's like, oh, wow, you're just going straight in there. (laughs) Oh, dear God. Should be fun. Should be fun. Shall we move on?
That was fun. Let's go for it. Yeah, nice. let's go for it. Let's go. We might have more. <laughs> we might. Think we'll think of something. <laughs> maybe I'll just, uh, yeah, maybe there's something like a Tory watch and it'll just be like little. little I'll get Twitter out. Tory watch. I'm sure Tory. there's a hashtag for that. There probably isn't. <laughs> uh, tattoo artist lays a legal RKO on take two over Randy Orton's ink in WW2K, WWE 2K games. This is from Annie Chalk over at Eurogamer. He writes, an unusual lawsuit between tattoo artist Catherine Alexander and Take-Two Interactive has concluded with a victory for Alexander, who argued successfully that WWE 2K16, 2K17, <coughs> and 2K18 reproduced her work without her permission. The roots of the case go way back to 2009, when Alexander attempted to negotiate a licensing deal with game publisher Take-Two Interactive for the tattoo she'd inked on pro wrestler Randy Orton between 2002 and 2008. Take Two rejected the proposal, but offered her four hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> for the right to use the images. Wow, that's a great offer. Uh, she refused, but Take Two went ahead and used them anyway. Alexander pursued the matter in court, winning a small victory in twenty twenty when a judge rejected a request for a summary judgment in Take Two's favor, and instead ruled that that the publisher and WWE did in fact copy her work, and that she may have suffered damages as a result. The judge in the case declared that, quote, authenticity, end quote, is a major selling point for the WWE games, and that, quote, WWE would have rejected Orton's video game persona if it appeared without his tattoos or appeared with tattoos that were different than Orton's actual tattoos, end quote. In ruling issued on September 30th, the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Illinois came down firmly in Alexander's favor, although for a relatively small amount. The appearance of the tattoos in the game do not qualify as fair use according to the ruling, which awarded $3,750 to Alexander. The amount wasn't greater than because the court found that none of the profits earned by sales of the game could be attributed to the presence of the tattoos. Still, while the reward is relatively paltry, it could compel other game publishers to take licensing negotiations with other tattoo artists more seriously in the future, and likewise could convince tattoo artists to more aggressively pursue such deals too. I, I, did, I left that in. Normally I don't leave the editorial bit in, but I left the last paragraph in because I was like, I disagree with every single word in that paragraph. <laughs> Companies aren't going to be dissuaded from just doing whatever the fuck they want if the if the penalty is less than $4,000 when they make billions. And tattoo artists aren't going to aggressively pursue the licensing deals because why would they do it for four grand when the legal costs will be astronomically high because Take Two has a cupboard yeah. full of lawyers. <laughs> yeah. It's a... <coughs> oh no, Moody's choking to death. The Tories have got him. <laughs> I knew they were going to come for me eventually. <laughs> That Reese fucking mug. <laughs> um, it is sadly, it is just a, it's a small victory, but it's a victory nonetheless. There's no doubt about this for, for Alexander. Um, what you're saying, yeah, with the editorial thing at the end is spot on. Publishers and corporations won't give a flying fuck anyway, whatsoever, um, for this type of thing. And Tadu Artists will not try and aggressively pursue it because they just don't have the money to do it mm -hmm. and everything like that. I hope this has this case has not badly damaged her or anything like that financially uh, for for her and everything like that and but but at the same time i would i don't know legality shit or anything like that and i have what i'm going to say is out, out my ass here but i do see where they're coming from to a certain point where it says the the tattoos would not have brought profit to this game whatsoever um, no. probably i'll be very surprised so 
like for that type of thing. So I can see why she did. They didn't. She didn't get more because of that and everything like that. Sure, because sure. when you buy the WWE games, you're not buying it to to play Randy Orton with tattoos. She's playing it because you want to play as Randy Orton. Sure. And everything like that. So it's it's and everything. So, but no. Um, it's a small win, but it's a win nonetheless. I mean, but take two, man. Like it's take two. We know what they're like and everything. So, I mean, like having seen clips of the WWE games on Twitter over the past couple of years, I don't think anyone's buying it to enjoy it. So you know, I don't know, like how they're making a profit. <laughs> I still nothing don't will bring understand. profit to that game. <laughs> I do not understand. I think the the last, not the last one, the one before that that one was so goddamn bad that they're accepting this trash of a game that they've got this year because I've played it. It's terrible. It is not good. I'm sorry to yuck on your yum if you like this game. Fabulous to you and everything like that. But it is poor. It is a poor excuse for a WWE, for a wrestling game in general. I remember the years of freaking Here Comes the Pain. That was one of the best wrestling games out there. WWE No Mercy. Still one of the most iconic wrestling games to this day. And we get shit like this. Shit like this. I pray to God that the AEW one, that whenever that is coming out, is going to be good. That it's just going to be, it's going to feel good to play and everything. Imagine a game that feels good to play. But I'm fucking annoyed at AEW right now because they've fucking been idiots as well. Well, Tony Khan is. He doesn't know how to run a company. He's been an idiot. He doesn't know how to run his roster. Let's rephrase that. Moody, but either way, uh, what are your thoughts on this, Amy? Um, that AEW fight forever as a placeholder released it. <laughs> I was just checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, they're like, they were at, I think, Comic Con or whatever, or, no, or the uh, Gamescom. They were there at Gamescom and everything like that, and showing off the game and everything. Apparently, it all went down really well and everything. Nah, yeah. I didn't give a date on out. To tell me it's next year. It's got to be next year now, so. Yeah, I think we're in that sort of phase where it's like you might get a couple of indie games squeaking in, but it's like it's October. It's now it's almost middle of October. Like not much else is coming out. Like yeah, this yeah, year yeah. that we don't already know about, which is fine. Yeah, Shit, loads of games coming out. Shit, loads of games already came out. Amy's panicking. <laughs> How am I going to play all this stuff? I want to play. Shit. <laughs> um, what do I think? I want to tattoo. Like. <laughs> My opinion, like I don't know, I don't know. Like it's, it's a shit. It's amazing. Yeah. If you look at, if you look at Randy Orton, like his arms, the ink is incredible, and she should be incredibly proud of what she's been able to do there and everything because they are incredible tattoos. I think Illinois is a bit far off for a tattoo, though. Which is a shame. I'm pretty sure you'll have something a lot closer. Probably. She might not. I'm not gonna lie. Does she might have had to raise her prices? <laughs> No, no, she got her uh, four grand settlement. Like, <laughs> Save the fucking business. Like, it's just such, it's just, it's, it's just so disappointing. We did this when they said originally, I know we did this as part of the podcast. Because um, when I see wrestling stories, I try to put them in because I know you're a big wrestling fan. So I know we talked about this when the, when, when the thing kicked off. And then just to like, for the end result to be, she won. <laughs> How much did she get? Four grand. Four grand. <laughs> All right, great. Yeah, Take Two is really gonna feel that one. 
they probably made that between between the judge the, the start of the judge's sentence and the end of the judge's sentence they probably made that on GE. <laughs> yeah yeah probably there's no doubt probably, probably but hey a win's a win i guess fuck you take two okay. <laughs> <clears throat> right should we move on yep I know. No. <laughs> no. I know. <laughs> yeah, go I for it. Uh, I, so before I get into this next news story, there is a pretty hefty content warning that comes alongside of it uh, for child sexual exploitation, child endangerment, grooming, child pornography, and kidnapping. If any of that sounds like something that you don't want to fuck around with right now, that's absolutely fair. I just want to take the opportunity to gently remind you about the timestamps that are below the video, the audio podcast, or whatever. So you can just click to indie game of the week that'll be next um and just vacate the premises while we actually do the news story here cool bye yeah moody you just click the button click the button (laughs) on the video that doesn't exist yet (laughs) i'd love it if you just i'd love it if you just went click and disappeared (laughs) (laughs) um no but let's let's go Roblox accused of enabling sexual exploitation of child in new lawsuit. This is from Izzy Vandervelde over at The Gamer, who writes, Roblox has been named as the focus of a child sexual exploitation lawsuit. The lawsuit was filed in San Francisco earlier this week and alleges the game enabled a young girl to be sexually and financially exploited. Adult men met her on Roblox and coerced her into downloading Discord, Snapchat, and Instagram to communicate with them and send sexually explicit photos of herself, the lawsuit alleges. As reported by by Reuters, that's how you pronounce it, as reported by Reuters, the lawsuit alleges the men encouraged the girl, SU, born in 2009, to drink alcohol and abuse prescription drugs. 2019, Jesus. Instagram parent company Meta declined to provide. I was like, I was like doing some maths there, like Jesus Christ. Um, Instagram parent company Meta declined to provide a comment to Reuters, and Roblox and Snap couldn't be reached. But a Discord spokesperson did tell the outlet that the company has quote a zero tolerance policy for anyone who endangers or sexualizes children. End quote. According to the lawsuit. SU began playing Roblox when she was, quote, nine or ten years old, end quote, and was first contacted by the adult men in early 2020. They encouraged her to sign up to other social media platforms mentioned above so that they could communicate with her, the lawsuit alleges. It is also a claim that none of the companies required parental consent and Discord did not verify her age, despite a company policy that those under 13 may not use the platform. As well as being coerced in drinking, doing drugs, and sending child pornography to the adult men, one of them also allegedly convinced SU to send them money. The lawsuit claims that SU has since had severe mental health issues, which led to multiple suicide attempts and hospitalization as a result of the experience. According to Reuters, quote, Snap and Meta are already facing dozens of similar lawsuits, end quote. This isn't the first time Roblox has been back in the news for allegations of child exploitation. Back in March, a 13-year-old girl was rescued from a 33-year-old man she met playing Roblox. She was allegedly kidnapped and sexually assaulted, and the man has been placed under arrest. It's also been accused of violating child labor laws due to its encouraging children to develop games for the company for very little financial compensation. I feel a bit sick. Um, if I'm being completely honest. (laughs) 
I think my radiator didn't like that. <laughs> it just did a big noise. It's like, nope, I'm out of here. Fuck this. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, radiator's gone. <laughs> Fuck video games. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your heating. I'm out of here. Get a jacket. <laughs> you can't afford to turn me on anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean, we've talked uh, about Roblox in, in the recent past. Yeah. Obviously, we had the People Make Games video that they did at the end of last year, which was an incredible expose. And and I think we followed up a couple of times since then uh, with the company that it has clearly has significant problems within its platform. And at this point, like I have to question, are they even doing a single thing to actually safeguard the, the children that use their platform? The answer is no. Let's just be frank here. The answer is no. If they are, then I want I want to hear it from them. But it'll just be a goddamn crap statement like what we always hear from a corporation. As Absolutely. always, it'll just be a terrible PR crap spun statement as always. This is deplorable. This is disgusting. I hope this girl is okay. And I hope this girl finds a way to move on and readjust her readjust her life and get the help she desperately needs i hope these bastards go to jail and they're found as fast as possible and never get out again <clears throat> that would be nice yeah um yeah it's it's I'm, I, I'm all... so i just done something there sorry i've just done something on, on 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 my chromebook because my chromebook's not really logged in or anything um create an account on discord um Username, email, password, date of birth. I can just click any date of birth I want. Like, you know what I mean? Thing is, that's on anything you do. Well, I'm do. not just calling out Discord. It's just Discord was because yeah, they were in the news story. That was the first one they were. Because they uh, said, and they they were the only ones that made the statement, which was like, "Hey, we don't let people who are under 13 use our platform." But like, how do you stop them? Like, I do it when I'm not logged into Steam on my phone. And, like, you know, you go on a page that is, like, marked for, like, adults or, like, whatever. Like, it's a it's a yeah. horror game or whatever. And it's like, hey, you need to enter your date of birth. I literally just <clears> click <throat> the thing and I scroll down and I just click the first number that comes up that's past whatever the 18-year-old thing is. Like, I think Steam thinks I'm about 80 years old at this point because that's how far down I went. It's like that. that's the level of, like... Because age gating and child safety is a, is it's something that needs to be. I don't want to be like think of the children, but it's like it's something that I think a lot of these platforms need to really take seriously. Like to think of another platform which we use would be Twitch, where it's like we have the we have the the setting on our Twitch streams to say like, hey, this this is this is a mature stream. But all you have to do to get around that is literally log into Twitch and click the button, and then the stream comes up. And that's as far yeah. as we can, we can. That's that's the most that we can yeah. do. It's all of them. Like it's all the sites of social media and everything, and YouTube and Twitch and all like that. You can get around it really easy, really yeah. easy. And it's just like, and this is, this goes down to the rabbit hole of this. Like, what can you actually do? What is it? Can you actually do? Because at the end of the day, without breaking like privacy laws or breaking and doing something like that that forces us the people just in general people sure. say we have to give a legitimate inf certain piece of information that will prove our actual age and who we actually are yeah could break a lot of the inf could break a lot of privacy 
laws that people will not want to will not want or anything like that. Like there's many people just in this world and everything like like that. Like I'll say that the trans community who get crap on and crap on all the time for all this type of stuff and everything saying social legitimately see you know like this is thinking shut up you pathetic people i'm just gonna say that as well um like it's the whole it's the whole thing it is literally is the whole thing like um for it and it's like something has to happen something needs to happen but it's like what can happen yeah it's it's gonna be it's something that i think like it's an incredibly complicated thing like there's no like quick fix easy solution like you know you're right you are right like it, if if i had to show like identification to to all these different platforms like say to like verify my age that's problematic in an entirely different way like but there there has to be something we can do to at least make it a little bit harder for things like this to happen because this story just absolutely ruined me when i read it like and it starts with companies like roblox like discord like the like the, the other one snapchat and instagram but like all of them like not even the ones that are necessarily just a part of this story like it said at part part way through the the story that Matter is dealing with dozens of similar lawsuits to the one that we just described. Yeah, Matter and Snap. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, we, we know that Roblox has a problem with, with child exploitation already. We know stuff like this has happened before through the Roblox platform because we've talked about it on, on the podcast. And there, there needs to be a conversation that happens between all of these companies, between child safety experts, between just experts in a, in a variety of different fields, that is, how do we, how do we limit this from happening as much as we possibly can, so that no one has to go through what SU went through. They were they were like ten. SU when they were first in uh, yeah. contacted us, they were ten. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like I'm not. I also said I'm not smart. I'm not a smart enough person to do what we can do. Like I said, the, the, the you're only a very smart listen, person, but not in, not in very specific issue. ways. Yeah. Sorry. yeah, the only thing I can think of was like what I said is like, but that's breaking privacy laws. Yeah, that means the governments are going to have to change the privacy laws, which people will get up in arms again about, and I can completely understand that. I really can. Yeah, and uh, something has to bite a bullet. Something's gonna have to bite a bullet in some sort of way. Like these company, like, and this is the thing. I'm not even gonna. I'm not. Even, I'm not even gonna call the parents out here because no. the parents like could be like, like Roblox is a kids game. Let's just be frank here. It is a kids game. When they yep. probably heard, they're thinking they're playing a the kids game. I'm thinking that's fabulous. Mm -hmm. They're having enjoyment because they probably were probably thinking, oh, it's better that than that Fortnite. No offense, Fortnite. If you like Fortnite, that's fantastic. But Fortnite can be a toxic shit all. And everything, and you think it's like, oh, she's just playing, chilling, playing, playing Roblox, playing and everything Roblox. like that. Yeah. And then getting chatted up. But, at least, uh, at least she's not out doing crap. drugs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And and it's just like, yeah, it's it's a, it is it's a kids game. It's marketed specifically to kids. A lot of kids play. It's one of the biggest games in the world that me and Moody will never talk about because it's not like in in terms of a hey, we played Roblox because. We don't play Roblox, and but it's everywhere. Like, it's huge. It's it's one of the biggest games in the world, and 
a lot of parents will see Roblox and just go, cool, like, this is a kid's game. Like, that will keep my kid out of trouble. And there are people, horrifically evil people out in the world who will take advantage of that fact. And yeah, I'm, I, I was the same. I was going to, I was actually going to make a point about saying like, you know, if anyone is saying, where are the parents? It's like, this, this has to be a bigger issue than parental responsibility. You know, like exactly what you're saying. It's just like, I'm not even going to call the parents out here. <laughs> the platform, if a platform can allow stuff like this to, to happen, then we need to we like we need to have a conversation about how that platform works. By we, I mean society, I guess. Society in general, yeah, it's social media is one. Of, social media in general is one of the biggest double-edged swords of all time. It's yeah, it's yeah, an right. amazing platform to connect with people, to stay in contact with friends who you maybe like mm-hmm. are far from each other or anything like that. And or even meet up with friends who you haven't seen for years and ethnic, mm-hmm. or even some family members. I've I know people who have met family who they never realised were family. Absolutely. And then you hear all of this shit and other yeah. shit with this and everything, and then more and more and more, and you just go. Like the, last week, I was so tired of crap on it, and I was just thinking, I'm gonna come quit him up, but I'm gonna close my Twitter again, and and I wasn't intent, and I probably was never gonna come back and everything. But then, I, but then I was thinking, thinking yeah, but I'm, I'm talking to so many amazing people in the industry from this thing and uh, and everything, and I would feel like I would feel bad, you know. And then missing like, missing out on that, right? It's like social media has literally like changed my entire life and and probably saved my life. And and then on top of that, that's a weird thing to say. I'm not gonna lie. How crazy is that when you hear all the st- terrible stories yeah, about it? Because I, I don't deny the the terrible, absolute awfulness that is social media. That is just like a maelstrom of just some of the worst human impulses you can imagine. Um, yeah. And 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 on top of like that, that that little mind blown factoid. Like, yeah, like, I I have met so many people via social media, like, just because of the nature of how I use social media, right? Like, doing this stuff, doing doing video game stuff. It's like, you know, I'm you, it's very easy to connect with people on social media and just form bonds and form friendships that I couldn't have done without Twitter, Twitch, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and... So it is, you're right, it's like the biggest double-edged sword ever. And what do you do? (laughs) What do you do? do? What do you do? It's like, again, I hope this uh, girl gets the help she needs. All of them. I hope everybody who's sadly been affected by social media, by this game, roadblocks, by anything, gets the help you need. Because it's not your fault. Yes, it's not. 100%. Shall we do the next bit? Go for Indie game of the week. This is the thing we do in the middle of every podcast where we talk about one cool-looking upcoming indie game that looks cool. This week's indie game of the week is Battle Cakes. Indulge in a deliciously delightful world of sweetness as you head out on an adventure to save the day. Player's Birthday Sprinkle, the cupcake hero that you personalize and create as you explore the whimsical world of Pastelaria. 
Meet charming and endearing friends along the way like Red Velvet, Midnight Truffle and more as you work together to uncover the mysteries and hardships plaguing the nearby towns. Choose your approach by either battling or befriending the monsters who stand in your way. Discover the joy of friendship and community as you fight to leave the world better off than you found it and make your mark. Stop and smell the frosting in this candy-coloured and cheerful atmosphere while enjoying the adorably cosy vibes. Immerse yourself in childlike wonder as you celebrate your individuality by designing your cupcake to reflect who you are. Don't forget to take a moment to relax to find and pet all the jelly roll cats who are just waiting to be snuggled. Battle Cakes is being developed and published by Volcano Bean and it is coming to Steam, it's coming to PC via Steam sometime in 2022. There's a link to the game in the game store, store page, Steam store page. I've just lost the ability to perform sentences for a second. This is great. Got a whole hour of this podcast left and I've, I can't talk anymore. <laughs> link, wish list, support devs, good. <laughs> this game is adorable. I actually played it at a, at a demo uh, of it a while ago. Um, and it's like a cute little RPG, very colorful, lots of cakes. Lots of puns. Always love a good pun. Um, and yeah, nice. like you, you have a battle system and you can fight your enemies, but you can also just make friends with them. <laughs> Which is a mood. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Awesome. How the fuck that sounds really kind of that. Yeah, yeah. How are you not out of water? <laughs> well, I'm not out of water, but I'm, it's doing that thing where I'm sucking on the straw and it's going like it's out of water, but like there's water left in here. You can see it. <laughs> it's fucking there's cup, water. Man. It's fucking cup, man. I was like, I was looking because I got these new glasses. Like, these cool new glasses. They're like, they're like proper fancy, right? And I was looking at it going, ah, this is a bit small for a podcast though. I know. I'll use my new cup. And it's like, oh, should I should have used the fucking glass. <laughs> Fancy glass, Moody. I'm an adult. I own fancy glasses now. Apparently, yes. That's got to be. That's got to be one of the one of the fucking milestones of adulthood. Because I was out. I went to the shop. I was with. Uh, I was with Abby and uh, one of our other friends, and and I saw them and I went, "Ooh, those are fancy glasses." And then Abby was like, I work here, so I get 50% off. And then I was like, ooh, those are fancy cheap glasses. <laughs> you have suddenly become what you've now become my best friend. <laughs> um, so I bought them and I was excited that I'd bought these fancy glasses. And then like, it's like when you catch, catch a look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh shit, am I an adult? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what the fuck? When did this happen? What's but, going but, on here? But then I also bought Powerpuff Girl shorts, so you gotta do what you gotta do. Balances itself out, I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, let's move on to the second half of the podcast. I've got a lot of Activision Blizzard acquisition updates because it was just all over the news. So I thought, you know what? I'm gonna make a little thing. We got bullet points. I put my name in the in the. In the brackets, you know, where we put the name for the person who wrote the article. I was like, well, I wrote this, so I'm going to put my name. So this is from Amy K. Alexander over at Words About Games. Here, right? <laughs> I know that person. Wait, I know that whoop, person. Whoop. <laughs> She's pretty cool. Sometimes she makes really long videos about games that are really good. You should check them out over at youtube.com slash Words About Games UK. But right now, she's written a bunch of bullet points about Activision Blizzard acquisition updates. 
Do you want me to just go through the whole list and then we'll talk about okay. it at the end? Okay. So, number one, Blizzard. Blizzard. <laughs> number one. Blizzard. Blizzard has approved the deal. Great, yeah. Blizzard! Brazil has approved Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard, quote, without restrictions, end quote. The regulator stated that if games such as Call of Duty became Microsoft exclusives in the future, those loyal to other brands such as PlayStation could simply, quote, abandon the series, end quote, and redirect their enthusiasm to, quote, other games available on their favorite console, end quote. Uh, we got another bullet point here. Uh, this, these are a few like deadlines. So the UK's Competition and Markets Authority has announced a deadline of March 1st, 2023 to release their final report. The FTC in the United States could reportedly make a decision by November. E- the EU should be making a pre- similar, pre- preliminary decision by November 8th. Uh, and then a couple of uh, other third bits. PlayStation boss Jim Ryan flew to Europe on the 8th of September to meet regulators and express his concerns face-to-face. And lastly, uh, apparently the, 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 he was also joined by representatives of Google who raised issues with, with the acquisition for some reason. That's the one I really can't wrap my head around. <laughs> like, Google was just like, actually, we've got a problem with with the why <laughs> you don't do games anymore stay google <laughs> they just want to be involved we just we're also here <laughs> we're here we're here come for us we're here so i think um, yeah the biggest the biggest headline there is obviously it's been approved in brazil uh, with some interesting comments by the regulator i'm not gonna lie i'm not surprised that it passed in brazil Brazil has a crazy government right now, and it's just like, yep, they post was like, yep, President, go do it, do it now, do it. We rubber stamp. It's it's also Somewhere been approved there. in Saudi Arabia, but I didn't think that was worth mentioning because I mean, it's Saudi. Oh, Arabia. they definitely just went. Well, there we go. They just went video games. Yes, <laughs> I'll I'll take all of them. Thank you. Um, it's the Wait, comments. You said this was a, a, another beheading. It's not a. It's a video games. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, this, terrible joke. This close, <laughs> this close to putting the Nintendo story in, but then my tweet sufficed. <laughs> um, you want to know something, Gamey, about this? Go on. I don't care I don't anymore ca- about this. I don't care. I don't care. When it first happened, it was announced. It was groundbreaking. There's no doubt about it. It really was. But now it's just like... For fuck's they, sake. They've got really... Yeah, for fuck's sake, and it's just like, it's getting petty. Petty than pettier. Would you and mention like, the website that you showed me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was the Xbox put a website up where it was like, these are all of the benefits of, of what would happen if, if Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm just like, I don't care anymore. I'm done. Like, let it go. Just let right, Jim Ryan. You're not gonna win this one. You're not. Right. You're done. Jim Ryan is arguing <clears throat> like his case, right? Which he's got to do. He runs PlayStation. He's got to work in the best interests of PlayStation. But the way he's coming at the argument that, like, oh, you know, it might create a Microsoft monopoly and they might dominate the market. Like, Jim, buddy, pal, you are arguing as the market leader. <laughs> Like, have have you forgotten that part? You had sold Xbox last generation by more than two to one. Like, 
you need to if you're going to make this argument and you're going to be successful about it, you're probably going to need to make a different argument because again, market leader by quite some distance. <laughs> like it's going to be really hard for you to like to make that argument. And also, while we're at it, if Call of like his argument also seems to rest on the fact that Call of Duty is single-handedly responsible for PlayStation's market lead over Xbox, which may be true. That might be true. I don't know. I'd have to look at like figures that I definitely do not have access to because I'm just an idiot on the internet with a microphone. But Jim, you're kind of talking shit on all of your studios right now. <laughs> you know, all of the studios that you have making games for you that are only available on PlayStation, and you're saying none of them have any impact whatsoever on your market lead over Xbox? Like... Because that's what it comes off like as as a third neutral party who's been reading all of the comments that you've been making. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's no doubt about like. I don't yeah, know what this is, was about. Like, I don't know why. I don't that know was either. You were just like I, I, I kind of did the thing, go. and then I was like, oh, you know, like da, 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 I, don't know. I don't know. It's like you were stirring the pot. <laughs> I'm not stirring the pot. It's just, it's just like <laughs> there's probably better ways to make this argument. Yeah, Jim. It's of just. Go to Europe to <laughs> shut up and actually set your company up to fight this, to actually battle this properly. Like say, oh, what are we? Could bring out an advert saying they may be doing this, but we're fucking still the best place with the best exclusives in the industry to this day. What have we got coming out in a fucking month's time? Fucking God of Raw Ragnarok, which is going to be one of the biggest sequels we've ever released and one of the goddamn best ones out. Hype that fucker up. Don't have fucking Corey Barlow, who's not even attached to that game, shave his hair off to be bald and look like Kratos, which really freaked me out because you don't. It scared me. It really scared me <laughs> because it didn't suit being bald. <laughs> you make an excellent point, though. It's like, okay, like you're probably not going to win this fight. I'm sorry, Jim. Like, if you're relying on the UK to make a sensible decision about anything. <laughs> We're, we've got our own problems going on right now, Jim. But, like, yeah, why not just make that the, the fight, right? Like, that's what Xbox has been trying to do. Like, you know, the Xbox Series X. It's the most powerful <clears throat> console in the world, right? Work on your messaging. Work on your messaging right now. Hey, you know what? You're still going to have Call of Duty on your platform. It's not going to be in Game Pass, but... You can still argue that it's the best place to play Call of Duty is on PlayStation 5. We've got the DualSense controller. <laughs> like, and it is great. It is an amazing controller. There's something you can leverage for your for, for like for your marketing. And then like you say, really, we have an amazing Xbox have got some fucking bangers. That one was for you, Joseph Moran. Have got some fucking bangers coming out in the next few years in terms of the games, right? That they've got in development. By the looks of it, things like Perfect Dark, things like Fable and stuff like that, but they're not here yet. PlayStation can leverage the fact that they have the best lineup of first party games. But by fucking miles, <laughs> right? Horizon Forbidden West was a fine game for me. I didn't really vibe with it, but lots of people loved it. God of War Ragnarok looks fucking incredible. I don't know what they've got beyond that because I'm kind of just on one right now and. <laughs> everything i'm up a height and i can't remember anything but like i'm sure there's some other fucking amazing games that are coming next year the year after the year after that fight it with the marketing fight it with the message become the playstation that put a video out 
here's how you share your games on PlayStation 4. Where's that PlayStation? Because right now, if if this that Activision left, <laughs> if the, yeah they did. If that Activision, if if Activision Blizzard, the Activision Blizzard deal, sorry, is going to be such a huge big problem for PlayStation, they need that PlayStation. We we Sony needs that PlayStation back. The the one that just did that shit. That you know they 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 fucking destroyed them on the price. They fucking destroyed them with the memes. They destroyed them with the messaging being really simple. They brought out the big personalities that everybody could see on stage and go, oh that guy, Gio Corsi and Adam Boys and Sean Layden, right? Like I don't know anyone who works at PlayStation anymore, apart from Jim <laughs> and Shuhei's still there. Um, even though they don't where, bring yeah, him out on stage he anymore, is. wherever he's he like is, a, he's like a ninja. Shuhei's in a bunker <laughs> somewhere in Japan playing indie games. But like that's the PlayStation that you're going to need to fight this effectively. And yeah, where are they? Not the one that's crying over that. Yes. Okay. Fair. Call of Duty. It's the biggest, biggest franchise out there. We've already stated it on many occasions mm-hmm. that it's the biggest franchise out there consistently every single fucking year. But you're going to have big games coming out still. You Freaking, you're going to get GTA 6 coming out on this fucker, and that's going to be massive. You're going to have the big games from Ubisoft. You're still going to have the big games for 2K and everything like that. You can still make something out of this. You can still do something out of this. And you know this, Jim. Instead of whining and bitching and mourning and crying, because fucking hell, man, John Lennon didn't fucking cry. Uh, the guy before Sean, after before Sean, I can't remember his name. He was on the tip of my tongue just there, and then it flew away. Oh fuck! It's right there. I know it who is. you're talking about. I know. It pisses me off even more. I need to know this. Phil Harrison. Uh, <laughs> oh god! Oh, ah, Phil, like with PlayStation is just like we're bringing out, we're bringing back Phil Harrison. <laughs> Nope, get not him. Moody, get the popcorn. <laughs> Phil Harrison's coming back. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, for content on this channel, that would be incredible. <laughs> That's him. Where are you? Jack Trenton. Jack Trenton. That's the one. Jack fucking Trenton. That fucker was a CEO. He was a fucking badass CEO. He came out and he fucking bossed it. He fucking... And- he didn't care if you were friends or anything like that. He just came out and did the best thing for PlayStation, and he did that. He knew he fixed PlayStation fucking 3 and got them back on fucking track, and then fucking went, okay, how are we going to beat it in the next fucking generation? Oh, this is, let's bring this team together. Andrew House, Shuhei, Shuhei, him, and... Him, the other guy, Mark that Cerny, one. <laughs> Mark Cerny, Mark, Mark Cerny, and bring him in and fucking create one of the best consoles that ever to come out, mm-hmm. along with some of the greatest games to come out. Sure. And then he then he passes on the torch to Sean Layden, and he, he takes that torch and fucking lights a fucking flame underneath that one to make it even bigger. And then Jim Ryden sat on that flame and fucking sucked all the air out of the fucker. Wow. That was a colourful metaphor. I liked it. <laughs> that's my point. That's my point, though. It's just like that PlayStation, the PlayStation that did PSX, the PlayStation that did E3, the PlayStation that came out and just said, "Look, look at these games. This is why you want to own a PlayStation 4. Like they didn't need to talk about technical specs. They didn't need to worry about what Xbox was doing. They just they just needed to come out and be like, "Oh, here's Bear McCreary playing a fucking orchestra version of of the God of War theme live while we reveal God of War in the most epic and fucking amazing way possible." Like yeah. that's the PlayStation that's needed right now for this fight. 
PlayStation had personalities. It doesn't have any personalities. The thing is, Xbox don't have any personalities from th- that interest mm-hmm. me, but they have personalities for the wider game and the audience knows about. Mm-hmm. Fucking the people at Bethesda and everything. Oh, yeah. What I can't. Yeah, Pete fucking like Hines. I'm just remembering a that's clip him. I saw. Pete Hines and, and the other one, Todd Howard. That's him. It just they, works. They, rec- they, they recognize him. That's the thing about it. They recognize those faces. There's no recognizable, interesting faces at PlayStation right now. We so we fucking joke about shoe. What's the lie? He's probably in a fucking bunker, bunker playing indie games. And it's just like, where is the personal, the true good personalities? Jim, you think you can just be on a video and have no tie on and have it unbuttoned and everything? It makes you look less of an asshole, less of a corporate stooge. No. It doesn't. Fucking hell, I'd rather you be on fucking stage in a fucking suit, fucking swanking it all up like Sean Layden did, like Chuck fucking Trenton, like Andrew fucking House did, like fucking Dyer, like the fucking lot of them, and you don't. You look like a slob. <laughs> Your hairdo needs tidying up as fucking well. All right, Get it's that getting a little bit, it's getting a little bit personal now. We're going we're gonna to just tally it back a sec. Go get yourself your dogs and take them for a walk. Go have a cat's birthday party. No, we're not making that one. Um, No, not like this. Not like this. Not like this. Um, No, it's uh, it's yeah. They like Xbox can focus on Game Pass and leverage the exclusives that they're going to get out of the studios that they've bought. PlayStation already have incredibly well established IPs, incredibly well established studios that are beloved. Like the the unique one of the unique things I think about PlayStation is like for for more than just like the core audience, like their studios are beloved, right? People don't just love Uncharted yeah. and Last of Us, they love Naughty Dog. People don't just love God of War, they love Sony Santa Monica. Call it yeah. Corey Barlog. I don't know what the hell I almost called him there. Carly Bar- Barog? I don't know. Um, Carly. Carly. Carly it's Carly. <laughs> but no, Carly. like, like they've got so many IPs that they can mine. Like, they have so many dormant IPs that they're doing nothing with that they could literally bring back. And it wouldn't excite 100 million people, but it might excite 5 million people, 10 million people. You know what I mean? Like, if they bring back some smaller stuff. But we'll see what they do. Like, all everything there, everything is there. They will lose market share if Call of Duty goes to Xbox. That's just gonna happen. That's the nature of how people's brains work. Like people are gonna see Call of Duty trailers coming out, and they're gonna have Xbox logos at the end of them, and everyone's gonna be like, "Shit, I need an Xbox to play Call of Duty." That's just gonna happen. But Play- yeah, yeah. PlayStation can, like, do you have tools at their disposal to to mitigate the damage? And and unfortunately, one of those tools isn't jim ryan <laughs> running around everywhere complaining about how unfair uh, everything is <laughs> like for god's sake if nintendo can survive without call of duty playstation you can survive without call of duty it's <laughs> a good point like, you can let's just be frank here you can mm-hmm. and you know you can you've got the exclusives you've got the studios and if you pull off what i think you're gonna pull off because i still stand by i think you're gonna buy square enix I still stand by that you're gonna have one of the biggest libraries of of jrpgs at your disposal to leverage to put out in some incredible games and that's 
an amazing thing if you, if that does actually happen and everything. So, Jim, stop faffing on going to fucking you and doing all this shit just to whine and die, to be a little whiny little bitch. Do your fucking job. And all you, like you said at the beginning, it's like he's doing it because he has to protect the market yeah, shares and all like that. And, do that. and everything like that. My thing would be to them is to say, no, I'm not going to go and fight this or anything like that because this is, a, what's the point? What's the point of going to fight this? My, my job is to set us up to be ready to fight this. So I'm going to go to our studios and say, what have you got? What power do you need? What people do you need to get these games making, uh, get these games uh, looking even better, more better team, what more stories yeah. do you want to throw out? What do you need? What can I give you? Yeah. Not go to Europe and say, please don't let this, don't let Microsoft to be Microsoft by, by uh, Cost of Activision, please. We want the games, please. Like, in, like go around the studios and just <clears> do the thing, right? And just be like, right, what have you got that you, I can put in a fucking banger of a PlayStation showcase in October, November time to get people really excited for what's coming to PlayStation in the next 12, 18, 24 months? Like, for God's sakes, they're going to have two big exclusive, theoretically big exclusives next year in the next Final Fantasy and potentially the next Spider-Man, which everyone believes is going to be next year. So if that does come next year, that's two massive exclusives. <laughs> give your teams the power they need. Give them the teams they need to give you enriched games to do amazing things for you. Agreed. Uh, we're, we're sticking with PlayStation, so like, let's just move on with the next PlayStation thing. Sony says live service push doesn't mean it's leaving single player games behind. This is from Tom Ivan over at VGC. He writes PlayStation Studios head Herman Holster said Sony's growing focus on live service games doesn't mean it's planning to stop making the single player story based experience the company is famous for. Sony said in May that it is planning to have 12 live service titles in the market by its fiscal year ending in March 2026, up from three during the current business year. The traditionally console-focused company also expects half of its annual releases to be on PC and mobile by 2025. In a new interview with Axios, Hulse said the company best known for producing story-based franchises like Uncharted and God of War is, quote, diversifying, end quote, but remains committed to single-player games, quote, we have a history and a reputation for building these incredible narrative-driven single-player games such as The Last of Us and Horizon and the upcoming God of War Ragnarok, end quote. He said many of Sony's leading developers want to keep creating these types of experiences and will continue to do so. Quote, some of our biggest titles in the single-player narrative-driven space are also our most profitable titles, end quote. He also said Sony could still develop games for PS4 despite no first-party titles being confirmed for the console beyond this November's God of War Ragnarok. That's not true, is it? God of War Ragnarok's November, yeah. No, but I didn't think it was coming to PS4, is it? I believe so, yes. Huh. Quote, That fucker's gonna fly off. <laughs> we said, it's gone. <laughs> so long, PlayStation. <laughs> uh, quote, We certainly don't want to forget the millions of active players on PS4, and we want to ensure there are great games there for them as well. We're evaluating it on a case-by-case basis, end quote. How many console fires could we be? Can we be responsible for before we become liable? <laughs> well, they got 120 million units out there in the wild oh shit yeah it's coming out on ps4 uh yes they have a, a significant <clears throat> number of ps4s and 
a le- slightly less slightly less significant number of PS5s out in the wild. So it makes yeah. sense to do some cross-gen stuff. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, oh, at the end of the day, this is what we want to hear from at the end of the day. Even though I'm not I'm not over the moon with the live service push that they're going for or anything like that, because I don't think it's going to be games I'm going to be really interested in. Sure. Um, if they keep on pushing the single, the amazing single player adventures that they keep putting out, I'm going to be I'm going to be a happy person at the end of the day. Like I've just fucking like say I'm play, replaying Last of Us remake, which I'm absolutely loving and adoring. I can't wait to bloody get my hands on freaking God of War Ragnarok in the in a in a couple of weeks that in a, like six weeks time, I'm gonna be like all over that and I'm just gonna cry like a baby and I know I am, and I can't wait for the games that come out next year that are single player, the Final Fantasy, the potential of Spider Man and everything like that. Forgive me more. I'm gonna. I'm just. We're gonna die next year when it comes to games. We are going to die. Like, like we think now, Terminator. we think now we've in, got in too many lava. games. Do, 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 do. We Here, don't even know. The <laughs> thing is, I'm not falling for this again, Moody, because this is what it, this was what it seemed like was going to happen this year at this time last year. I'm not falling for it again. I'm not. So falling you're going to expect again. half the games next year? Gonna I'm going to expect half of the games that aren't coming out. Uh, you know what? I'll eat crow about God of War. All year, I was banging the drum saying, I don't think this is coming out. It's gone gold. It's coming out. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. I don't mind them proving me wrong. I get to play God of War in six weeks. Fucking amazing. But like, oh, hell yeah. There's going to be tons of games that are coming in 2023 that aren't coming in 2023. One of them is probably Hollow fucking Night. (laughs) How long has it been? So long. So long, <laughs> 2019. You're gonna be, you're gonna be Rose at the end, at the beginning of Titanic. It's been, it's been 84 years. years. <laughs> when I play it on my PlayStation Six, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when it was shown on the Xbox. I remember, I remember when I played this on a Switch in 2019. <laughs> and now the Switch Three's out. <laughs> yeah, the Switch Pro's finally out. <laughs> <laughs> but 4K is now obsolete. Where's the fucking 12K? Yeah, we've skipped 8K. We're just going straight to 12K. TVs that you put on your head and it just wraps around your entire head. So, like, just your glasses. Just your glasses. Ah, uh, they did that. Google Glass. That didn't take off. Good, which is good because I don't like. I don't like the idea of people with Google Glass. I, <laughs> On their face. This is the next thing. This is the next thing. It's already been the next thing. We, we, we've it's, been in. It's been it's in God. It's been in God. Hololens, ne- Google no, Glass. Nope. <laughs> this is coming. Phones are obsolete. This is coming. I tell you that right now. You know what else is obsolete, Mooney? You anyway. My opinion. I don't know. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good. Like I, when we used to talk about Xbox's problem with not having very many games many years ago, um, we used to talk about like the the me and Keith on the podcast, we used to talk about like the thing they need is the diversity of experiences, right? It can't just all be Halos, right? Like, and this is good for PlayStation. It's like they're going to have their foundation of amazing single player, heavy narrative focused games that they make that they, like Herman says, they're famous for. They're also going to have a bunch of different live service games, which they're not all going to be the same game, right? They're not all going to be Destiny, <laughs> 12 times like fantasy destiny pirate destiny <laughs> space destiny there's our de- destiny is space destiny well we'll make another one in space 
Um, like there'll be a, a variety of different things, and that just means that there's stuff for everybody on their platform, which is fantastic. Yeah, I don't think they're all good. Doing. I don't think they're going to have twelve out by twenty twenty six. That's not that far away. <laughs> they have twelve out by twenty twenty six. I'll eat. I'll eat crow. I leaked my hat. Where do you not wear a hat? Exactly. Get out. Because <laughs> I, I just hat. got it out. I got it out the way. <laughs> it's a I already hat. had it. <laughs> um, <sighs> let's move on. Phasmophobia devs under fire for housing a sex pest in the game's Discord server. This is from George Foster over at The Gamer. He writes, Kinetic Games, the developers behind indie horror game Phasmophobia, have been accused of, quote, housing a sex pest, end quote, in the game's official Discord channel, as its admin has been shown making racist comments and accusing sh- uh, accused of sharing nudes. The accusations were raised by Twitter user Crowned Collider, who said that the Phasmophobia devs are, quote, hiding a sex pest in their official Discord to keep by keeping him admin and refusing to take any claims against him seriously, end quote. Crown Collider then asked people not to play Phasmophobia as a response to the issue before sharing several screenshots of a conversation with the game's art lead, CJDXN, on Twitter, who defends the admin known as Charcoal Salamander on Discord for sharing nudes. In screenshots of the conversation with the art lead, later shown off with a screen recording to prove their legitimacy, he can be seen saying, quote, the whole sharing nudes thing, he's explicitly said he didn't ask for them. She sent them anyway at her own risk. So if he wanted to give them to a mate, that's fair game, IMO, end quote. The art lead then says it feels like a manhunt against Charcoal Salamander. Sharing nudes isn't the only allegation made against Charcoal Salamander, however, Crown Collider also shared videos showing the admin making racist jokes to another Discord user, which I'm not going to repeat, even though they are repeated in this article. Following Crown Collider's tweet on the admin going viral, Kinetic Games banned Charcoal Salamander from the Discord channel, and the game's art lead, known as CJ, made a statement on the matter. They said, quote, Recently, we received some news about one of our Discord admins regarding sharing sensitive imagery and racist comments. After assessing the evidence, we've removed that admin completely from the Discord team, and he will not be rejoining. However, some of my words were chosen poorly and in haste, so I would like to apologize, end quote. CJ then defends the conversation that was shared, claiming that the DMs had been taken out of context, and the section where they said, quote, That just looks like two friends in DMs, end quote, was in reference to another part of the conversation. CJ ends the statement by apologizing for not choosing their words carefully discord again that's what that's one way to describe it cj (laughs) jesus christ i'm just gonna state this right now an apology is not an apology if if you also defend the thing in the apology it's not an apology defending yourself if you start defending yourself in the apology it's not actually what you're doing isn't actually apologizing so like this kind of blew up. It, it weird timing. I was playing Faz with Ryan on Saturday night. This had blown up already, but I was having a shit couple of days, so I'd been off social media more or less. Um, so like, I kind of finished playing Faz, went on Twitter, saw Faz was trending, and was like, "Oh man, lots of people must have come to want to come and watch my stream. Amazing!" And that's not what happened. What happened was this is happening, and then it was it was a very surreal situation, um, and like. Yeah, the, the apology by by CJ, and then there was a statement by Kinetic Games, which wasn't in this. Um, like, they bolded a part of the statement where it's like, well, CJ said that he didn't agree 
oh, you know, I don't agree with with the sharing of, of the nudes. But like right before that, it said, but it's just it, it's fair game. The fair game comment that is in the is in the statement where it's like, oh, well, you know, it's just fair game. <clears throat> I don't agree. The second part doesn't actually excuse the first part. Like, <laughs> you know, whether you agree or not, you're condoning it. So it, it doesn't really matter what your opinion is at that point. Yeah. Yeah, like I say, if you're defending it, if you start defending it, do any sort of defense in the apology, it's not an apology at the end of the day. And it's also, just to be frank here, this person can easily just make another Discord page, another Discord server, and try and get back in. Sure. They already, they'll, they'll already be in. They'll already be in, yeah. in there under, a new, under a new username. There won't be an admin anymore, yeah. which is progress, at least. But Yeah. 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 I, so just, I just fucking so. showed you how easy it is and <laughs> to create yeah, a Discord did. thing. You just did. It really did. It. It's just. It's insane. It's like, like it just goes back to the grander, pro, the grander message that we talked about early on the podcast. It's just like this type of thing happens, and it's disgusting. And and this is not even about a freaking child, for God's sake. This is just no. about a freaking psychopath who's just a crazy. Who's, who's uh, no, not crazy yeah. is the wrong word to say. Um, <laughs> who desperately needs help and needs to be and needs to be held accountable in the right way and everything. And the apology from CJ is just. It's not an apology. It's it's terrible and like the, I don't I don't I haven't seen the kinetic games response uh, yeah it was it wasn't in the story I didn't me, see it yeah but... going off what you've told me as well it's just like doesn't sound like it's really anything either so it's just like oh. yeah, I'm just gonna say it go fuck yourselves it's, is, it's you've, 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 you've you've put a stain on yourselves a little bit here um for sure 100 percent um the <clears throat> I mean I've Obviously, this is the new story. I've gone through like tweets and 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 stuff like that on Twitter, like really digging into this. I kind of felt like it would probably be important to bring up on the podcast since a, a huge part of, you know, what we do online, what I do online, is tying into this game. Um, on terms of like Twitch and Twitch highlight videos and just generally like staying connected with friends, like a a lot of that happens through just playing phasmophobia but um so i've gone through a lot of this stuff and like it's pretty fucking bad like it turns out the whole thing the whole thing about oh you know well she sent the news to him like unsolicited it turns out that was according to the screenshots of messages a lot of horse shit um and he'd been badgering her for news for six months uh six years so they weren't they weren't unsolicited um there's the racism which i i don't want to gloss over i know it feels like i might have done by just refusing to actually say the racist shit on the podcast because i just didn't want to but um there is racism in there as well from the admin um the main thing that comes out to me with this is kinetic games really should have hired a community manager by now Phasmophobia blew up two years ago. I remember, because me and you rode that wave and played that game two years ago. We made a podcast about it and everything. And the fact that they haven't, something like this was always bound to happen. Yeah. Because you've got your art lead dealing with this stuff. And, you know, your art lead is an artist. Irregardless of whether they were right or wrong, they were wrong in how they handled this. They're not a community manager. A game as big as Phasmophobia needs to hire a community manager. 
to avoid things like this from from even to to avoid things like this getting to this point in the first place because Kinetic Games have been made aware of this for months. It's not like it's something that's just happened. What's happened is someone has the screenshots and the permission to share the screenshots. That's what's changed. Yeah. Um, and they definitely saw some shit out over over at Kinetic Games. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, definitely. They need to definitely sort it out, and like, hopefully they will have. We'll see what happens. It's, it's that age-old first. This is the first step. We've been here many times before with other companies. We see what happens next. Yep. Very familiar. Um, trailer talk, baby! That's why I wrote <laughs> it like that in the, in the doc. I know you questioned before. That's why I did it. Uh, okay, okay. Is baby still spelled wrong? Yes, baby? Not if you're going to pronounce Bieber. it like that. <laughs> there was some trailers, some big high-profile trailers. Yes, um, there was. Uh, a new trailer for I Pokemon. I watched none of them. <laughs> so of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, again, just starting in the, just getting excited for this type of thing. Like They've read this game could be a real game changer when it comes to this type of thing. It could be just on the level of like Arceus on the like saying this is a whole new thing of how they're doing things and everything. And it's really changing it up in a really good way, which is really, really, really canny. The Pokemon are all looking good, uh, looking good and cool and awesome. And uh, I hope to look, see more in the future and everything. Like I thought we might have seen like more of the Pokedex and everything, but we're, they're obviously going to keep that until probably to the bitter end and everything, which is absolutely fine. The the UI is looking sleek and sexy. I'm really liking the new UI. The crystallized forms, or Talaska, is it? Talexis? Well, not Talexis. The new the new uh, mechanic that's being brought in. Uh, I'm thinking that's really going to be very interesting, especially that all of them, apparently, all Pokemon have different forms, uh, have a chance to have all different types and everything, which is really, really canny. So... So you have the original for you have your original level you have your original type and then you're gonna have this new type which is really really gonna be canny which I'm really liking. They've thrown in a new thing, Amy, called Let's Go, and this is a part where you can literally so if (laughs) kind of no, but it's really kind of cool. When I saw it, I was thinking, oh shit, that's actually really awesome actually so basically you can be running around the world and you see a pokemon out in the world and everything sure, like that sure. you can just throw your pokemon and the pokemon will automatically battle it without you controlling it and then it'll come up saying the pokemon your pokemon won the battle blah 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 and it's just a quick way just if you don't want to fight if you don't want to do the long long fight type of thing sure. you could just delve right in just throw your pokemon in it's called it's the mechanic's called let's go that makes sense and i'm thinking for like yeah, the fact it's just that you got a pocket full of like different pokemon right yeah That's especially if you've already could say you've already caught that pokemon and you're thinking well, i've already caught it. i don't need another one so hey let's just throw let's go out the pokemon hopefully will get will get experience from it and to beat this pokemon yada 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 you don't have to do the mechanic you don't have to take the control and it's just like yeah i really like that so it's just a nice little touch touch i think the new the new mechanic that they've brought in the I can't believe whatever it's called where the Pokemon crystallize type of thing okay. where they change they change their types so I'm just thinking that's going to be interesting it's going to be very interesting how that works and okay um, cool and yeah and to know that it's like there's three stories in this game I'm just thinking yeah just just give me I can't wait to get this game in November Amy. I really can't 18th of November cannot yeah, come fast so enough for me I was looking up some stuff for like game releases and. 
I kind of like I was like, yeah, Pokemon's not that far away. If you wonder why I keep looking, right, it's because after the thing that we had last week, I'm paranoid that there's no sound, so I'm constantly checking it. I'll be like this for a few <laughs> weeks. Um, Fair. I read. I was scrolling through the news sites, picking up the news for for the for the doc for the Google doc, and there was something about sandwiches. Someone had written yeah, like you a can polygon. Create sandwiches. What's, what's the crack with sandwiches? <laughs> you can create sandwiches. So you just make sandwiches out of Pokemon. Yeah, basically. Or? No. <laughs> okay. No, you can create TMs now. You could never use to create your technical machines. You can now collect stuff and create your technical machines. That's awesome. That is such a new, new, new thing to bring into it that you can actually think, in, oh, instead of having to buy these or anything, I can just get the items I need and build it. And I thought, I was thinking, that is awesome. That is really, really nice. cool. So I really like that. So I've obviously, I've sat on, I actually brought this up in the Steam Next Fest demo because there's a Pokemon like, yeah, the, the video because it's like a Pokemon like game I played. And I brought some of this up. But like, I've sat in a lot of streams with you and watched you play Pokemon. And and we've reviewed Pokemon uh, a few times um, when different ones have come out, and you've always talked about how it's kind of the same game. Um, the yeah. main the mainline Pokemon games they're kind of the same game yeah. over and over again. So like yeah. now that we're another trailer deep into Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, like how much of a game changer do you think this could be potentially? How much are they mixing it up to give us something that's like not like- the same thing again? Like they're saying, it's like complete open world. You can go anywhere you want. You can start each story however you want. They've never done that before. It's normally a very linear path for what you do on the games before. Um, so it's kind of pretty. It could be very intriguing, no doubt about it. Like they're throwing in these nice little mechanics. The, the UI I said when you went to, to, to go to Lou, um, it's looking very sleek. It's very different to what's before before, and it's looking very sleek and buttery smooth. And I'm really liking that. Um, the new mechanic, what the uh, what they're bringing in, is looking like could be a very much of a game changer for for like for this for like the, for the pro players who like to like to go in depth fully onto it and everything. Sure. And just for me, like this goes to strategy. I'm just thinking, oh, I could be though. This could be very interesting. It could really change up some teams from really good unique ways. The new mechanics of like the the just the let's go like throw your Pokemon and let him quickly fight. That could be really could be a lot of fun and easy to just really simplify the game game for a lot of people. And you're throwing the creating the team at TM mechanics and all the other stuff. It's gonna be very interesting. Still uh, I'm not f- I hope I hope it does bring something that it does bring something new. I am really hoping and I am crossing my fingers. I feel like it it is, but at the same time it's game freak and they could just be like we're showing you all this thing and then you play it and you're just like oh it's actually very one note and linear just like all the ones but hey it's pokemon so i'm just gonna go and build a team every on on your on all the games i've got of it and just do it type of thing yeah. but i don't know i will see okay i hope well, i'm crossing my fingers i'm crossing my fingers for you because Thank i want you. you to really love are you getting it pokemon so i'm gonna get it but it might be a case of Christmas is like a, a time when I actually play it because like there's a lot of great games. That's, that's true. So we'll see. I got some games I'm hyped for that around like that time as well, which aren't Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But I'll be in the stream, no doubt. At some point, I'll be in that Discord call in that stream, trying to understand Pokemon. 
<laughs> while you like ride around on your bicycle and yell and scream excitedly and i'm just really happy for you um oh, yeah i'm always really happy for you when you get to enjoy something that you love thank you that's what it's all about the room should be a little bit different by then hopefully hopefully um let's talk about mario can i can i start i haven't watched the trailer but i have a story about how i experienced the trailer via social media or osmosis last night <laughs> when it came out because like I was get I was recording Dishonored Two voiceover last night for like it took me like two and a half hours because I was like pacing myself, making sure I wasn't stretching my vocal cords too much because there were like forty one pages of script, um, and like I had a like my messages started coming through like messages start being like people are messaging you maybe you should respond and I was like I'll get to it anyway, and then I went on Twitter and the first tweet I saw. Not even just about Mario. The first tweet I saw when I logged on <laughs> was by one at Daffod Mooney. <laughs> he was just like, well, I guess it's time for the internet to lose their minds over a movie trailer. <laughs> and I was like, oh, is it that time? And I'd just been in blissful ignorance. Like everyone, and as it turns out, yes, the internet was losing their mind over a movie trailer. But I'd just been like, headphones on doing my thing just like whatever like there's a mario there's a big meltdown going on over here it's the it's the <clears> meme from brooklyn 99 you know where she's dancing to the music and there's like people having a fight behind her uh, and and it turns out the messages were, were from a bunch of people who were like hey did you see the mario trailer <laughs> like yeah. people like phil messaged me like did you see the mario trailer and people wouldn't some people wouldn't believe me when i said no i haven't seen it i'm not planning on watching it because I'm not really planning on watching the movie. And I feel like I've seen enough of it by, <laughs> at this point. Just by, like what's happening on Twitter or what happened last night. It's calmed down a bit since then. But you did you watch the Mario trailer? Yes. That's all I was going to say, I hope yes. you actually did because otherwise this is... Oops. <laughs> oops. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw the Mario trailer. Um, I'll state this right now. It was a good trailer. Cool. It was a good trailer. It was that the, the, visually stunning, which yes. is not a surprise. It's yes. Illumina it's illumination, right. illumination. You always knew they're gonna they're gonna bang it out when it comes to the uh, animation because they've always done animate amazing animation. Sure. Um. Obviously, the big thing obviously is all about what Chris Pratt and the, his Shocker. voice, what he's doing, doing, and everything like that. Which is kind of funny when I've heard every it. every every. Cast has got a new voice. Sure, a new voice act. Everyone, it's not the original people who did. Who we've, who people have grown up from from the Nintendo games and actually voicing these characters. It's a completely different one. Like Charlie Day is voicing Luigi. Yes, Jack Black is voicing Bowser. I've heard him. Seth Rogen is voicing Donkey Kong. And I've heard uh, Todd as well. I really like the Todd voice. Yeah, because like I've, I've more uh, Todd, or less. That's Ke Keegan Michael. Yeah. I've more or less seen the trailer just in parts that on like on like Twitter that people have been hanging out. Like I've yeah. heard I've heard Mario's voice in the English dub trailer, the Italian dub trailer, and the French dub trailer. <laughs> apparently, apparently the, the French, French one's, one's really pretty good. good. Yeah, the French that. one's yeah, actually yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. I haven't watched it. So, and like you got Anya Taylor Joy, the goddess that she is, playing Princess Peach, 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 <laughs> Peach, Princess Peach. <laughs> yeah, and it's like yo. I have no problem with any of the cast that they've got whatsoever for this for the voiceover. Chris Pratt at the end of the day, he's um 
they've got all the people they've the people they've got they were never going to use the original voices they were always going to get star power at the end of the day and people may not agree with it that's their choice and i have no problem with that but this is hollywood and this is how hollywood sadly uh operates they, they'll rather get star power out there compared to compared to what the original voices yeah are. like that being said yeah. Go on. No, go on. I was going to say, like, don't let my don't let my general disinterest and and mirth at the situation like cloud the fact that yeah, it sucks <laughs> that they won't get voice actors, but they'll go for star power because that's how Hollywood works. Because Hollywood sucks. Continue. No, it's absolutely fine. And then Chris Pratt, I think he's going to voice it absolutely fine. I think by the end of it, I think he's going to have done a really credible job at the end. I feel like he does put on an accent of an Italian, but he sounds like he's doing an American Boston Italian accent. It seems like it. He's not doing obviously an Italian accent from it from Italy or anything like that. I feel like, like that. that would and be worse. Probably, I'm not going to lie. That probably would be worse. Yeah. But either way, like I'm excited for this. I think it was a fun trailer. I thought it was really, really fun. Like Bowser, Jack Black of Bowser was amazing. I've seen that. He was absolutely lots of clips amazing. Of Jack Black as Bowser. Yeah. He was absolutely amazing, and I can't wait to see to see what they do for it. I'll tell you this right now: if I was prob- if I was to choose anyone who would be the problem person for this team, would be Charlie Day. Guy can't act to save his fucking life, and now he's going to be an annoying voice of Luigi. I'm like, fuck that man, seriously. Oh, for everyone to be whining about you, you've got you complain about freaking Chris Pratt and all the rest and everything like that. But Charlie Day, no, oh, he's absolutely fine. Go fuck people complaining like. about everybody else. Yeah, the best. Like, like I said, no one's they aren't happy that using the original cast. All right, everything like that. Fair enough. Hey, I, think tra- I think the film's going to be big. I think it's going to be massive. Because I, I wasn't interested in the movie too much. I kind of like I I saw that the trailer was out. I saw that people were having a reaction, and I just for once in my life, movie, I just went, not today. <laughs> and I just walked away. From, I just walked away from the internet drama. I was just like, "Nah, I don't need. I don't. I don't need this in my life." Normally, I have the opposite reaction: dive in with both yeah. feet. But um, yeah, no, I've seen. Obviously, I've seen a lot of people complaining about the trailer, and I've seen a lot of people bring up like legitimate criticisms. Um, and then I've seen a lot of people losing their minds, <laughs> and then I've seen a lot of people that enjoy the trailer. That's awesome. Like I said, I got a text off Phil. Um, and he liked the trailer. Like he's looking forward to to going to see the movie with the Wiens. I think it's going to so. be. I think it, I think it's going to be massive. I really do. I think it's going to be a good movie. It's going to be a huge. It's just fucking Mario. <laughs> kids are going to parents are going to take it's the not, kids to kids to go I'm and see. Sorry, it. but I don't think people. Re, I don't think people think Mario's. Let me rephrase this. Hollywood. If Hollywood thought Mario was going to be a massive IP for them, they would have got the original cast. As I was saying, as I was about to finish the sentence, parents who love Mario are going to go and take the kids to see it. <laughs> yeah, that's not enough audience to get break the budget on this on this film. They need the good general movie going audience, and that's why they got. The I'm not talking about it being a fucking Avatar, right? Like, I'm just saying, like, it's going to be a big. I'm not about an Avatar. It's going to be a big movie because it's a big, colorful kids movie. That's <laughs> how kids movies do. There's no doubt about it. They got the right company for Illumination. They aim for kids all the time. And they, they no, Mario should always be a fucking kids movie. For sure. 100%. And they oh, got I it. I agree. They did it. They nailed it. All the kids are going to go and see the Mario movie. 
and all the parents will actually be happy to go and see the Mario movie. At least the ones that haven't lost their minds about Chris Pratt. Because it's Mario. It's nostalgic. I think that's part of the thing with me. It's like I don't really have that nostalgia for Mario because I was a Sega sure. kid. So. <gasps> what? I didn't want to be a Sega kid. I wanted to be a Nintendo kid like everybody else. But no, my parents had buy me fucking Sega consoles, didn't they? <laughs> fucking ruined my childhood. <laughs> no but i thought it was like the, the one thing about what i'll say about nintendo here is that they surely have a massive amount of confidence in the movie that they literally just did a direct for the fucking trailer mm-hmm. they could have just dropped it online they could have. easily they, but no, they just went we're gonna do a full-on thing that means they are not only confident in this movie compared to what they were of the 1993 1994 yeah, Love you didn't movie. even realize he was in the, in the Mario movie, and 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 the, and they're going for it for this one. So it's like, yeah, I like you got that Nintendo movie. behind it. That's that, that just for me tells me even more how excited for it. And yeah. that shows that just shows that they've got they've got potentially a banger on the hand here. Good use of the word banger. Um, lastly, Dead Space. Dead Space. This. Amy did this. This could terrify me. I mean, the first one did. I watched you play it on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's. It, it was, it's, it's I watched the, the the trailer and then I watched the gameplay and I was just like, "Oh no!" This 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 is this this is what this made me feel like. And I was like, "Oh shit!" This is Alien Isolation. You have to play it on Twitch though. Dead Space was the first game you played on Twitch. Was it on, on our Twitch? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, okay, okay. Like the first game that you had doesn't streamed. sound right. You, I am sure it was. I I, I didn't go. I didn't I go that. I didn't go that far back in the, in, in our rewatching of like streaming videos. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Dead Space was like the first game that you streamed. I no, like we Among did. Us was yeah. the first game you streamed as a test, and then you played Dead Space because you tested it with yeah. Among Us. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, Sorry. This looks amazing. I won't lie. It's visually, it looks it's stunning. They've, uh, it's. I think they're going to make a lot more people even more happier that they, that Isaac has his voice. He has a voice. He has dialogue oh, cool. and everything. They've brought the actor back to do the, to give him a voice and everything. And it, it just from that alone, like I could see what like everyone like from the why everyone probably prefers number two more than they prefer number one, just because you connected the, to the character more and in the number two because <laughs> there's that as well. Um, here, and I'm just like. Now you've got it with a voice and just like, oh, this is going to be different than it was before. Yes. And that's exciting. And to hear that they, like they're hearing that they're, they're doing the same thing as what God of War did, where it's seamless transition from the yeah. cinematic into the I thing. And you're behind them all the time. I'm just like, holy mother of God. <laughs> the, there's another game that's doing that one. The Troy Baker horror game is apparently doing that. But... The fact that when because you shared that, and that was the part that made me perk up because I wasn't really that much bothered about watching the trailer because I'm like it's Dead Space, um, and I'm gonna play it. That's not me writing the game off. That's just me being like I don't need to see it anymore. I know what Dead Space is. You're all not about. a trailer person anyway. <laughs> I know what Dead thing. Space is all about. It's fine. Like, yeah. um, but like that's cool. When you were like, oh, it's gonna be like one shot, like God of War. I was like, that is am- that. I fucking love that for God of War. I loved it. So for that being a dead space, because it's like, okay, so what that tells me is the horror is going to be intense. It's going <laughs> and it's never going to relent. There's not gonna be a cutscene. There's not gonna be a moment where you get to like 
chill. You know what I mean? It's going to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, the, everything is in one, in one shot. It's amazing. That's just a good idea for a horror game. But yeah, no, like, really? I've always wanted them, because like Dead Space 2 is probably the better game, but the setting of Dead Space 1, like the actual Ishimura, was always like the best, the, the like my preferred setting. So I've always yeah, wished that they, I've always wished that they would make, like do Dead Space One, but with like the control scheme of Dead Space Two. <laughs> and it's like, I'm, I'm, and, and I'm getting that. something even better, like by yeah. the looks of it. So that's awesome because yeah. Dead Space is such a fucking nightmare to actually play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and now it's like like I've seen the gameplay. It's just like oh, it's so dark. <laughs> it's so dark, Amy. I was just like, oh no. No. Got the Callisto protocol, you got Dead Space, you got Resi 4. They're still saying January as well. I'm thinking, yeah, if you are on time and you, you are not crunching, fair play to you and everything for this motive. Mm-hmm. I was going to say hear something good just afterwards. It's going to be another one. Of, no, yeah, because Visceral doesn't exist anymore. Oh. It's going to be another one of those. Oh, it's well. going to be another one of those. Well, fuck us, isn't it, right? It's going to be like right before we publish the podcast. It's going to be like, check out all this crunch and motive. And it's going to be like, fuck's sake, games industry. Why do you do us like this? <laughs> but anyway, I'm looking forward to Dead Space. As a horror fan in general, there's a lot of cool horror games coming out over the next six months. Yeah, Crystal Protocol, Crystal Protocol the remake, <laughs> Dead Space, Dead Space, Dead Space, Dead Space, and Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of Dead Space. Which was the game, Resident Evil Four, which was the game that inspired Dead Space. <laughs> so yeah, just a bunch. It's all Dead Space, all the way down. Um. People cool. are crying. We're not getting any more dead space. They you killed them, motherfuckers. <laughs> they killed Visceral. They're not going to make any more dead spaces. And then every developer just went, ah, we got this. Yeah, we got this. <laughs> uh, right. Let's do a quick games out this week. On October 10th, Nine Years of Shadow comes, Shadows comes to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Those links are probably not the right links, by the way, Mooney, because I did not have time to update them. Just a heads up <laughs> before you start clicking up, on stuff. Up till two o'clock and you couldn't do proper links. Somebody made me redo the fucking document. October 11th, we've got Evil coming out to Xbox and PC and also a Game Pass. And we've also got Asterigos, Curse of the Stars, coming out of PlayStation, <laughs> Xbox and PC. <laughs> then October 12th, Lego Brick Tales comes to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch and PC. And Undecember comes to PC and mobile. Then on October 13th, we've got quite a few games. Nyad comes to Switch and PC. The Darkest Tales comes to Xbox, Switch and PC. Lost Eidolons comes to pc sunday gold comes to pc and trifox comes to xbox switch and pc and then lastly on october 14th sports day we've got scorn coming to xbox and pc and also launching day one in games pass we've got nhl 23 coming to playstation and xbox we've got star trek prodigy supernova coming to playstation xbox switch and pc PGA Tour 2K23 is coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. And then Dragon Ball The Breakers is coming to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. So there's a lot of games coming out, Mooney. But not a lot that piqued my interest. However, Star Trek Prodigy Supernova is available is, is one of the games you can rent on Boomerang. And there's a high probability that I'm going to try and get a hold of a copy because it's Star Trek. 
and I can't help myself. <laughs> you gotta do. What Is that you game do, gonna be man. good? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't even seen anything of it. But I might stream that next weekend, <laughs> just to see. Um, but Nyad's a game I've been looking forward to for a while. I played it at Steam Next Fest in June, and it's just a chill little game where you play a forest, uh, you play a river spirit, and you float down the river, and you do you make animal friends and scare away humans who are like chopping trees down and stuff. It's really cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing that. That's my, I guess that's my like one game of the week that I'm gonna be like, yes, I'm definitely playing this chill ass fucking mermaid game. Because, like, that's just the ideal life. That's the life that I want. I just want to be like, I'm going to just be like a mermaid in a river, chilling with, like, all sorts of cool forest animals. Yeah. And, like, not all of this. (laughs) Oh, man. Should we play a little bit of open critic head-to-head? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Mac and cheese has made its way from my stomach into my brain, and it's doing things to my brain now, I guess. It's time for Open Critic Head-to-Head. This is the game we play every single week where we try to guess the Open Critic average of one upcoming game. (laughs) Whoever gets as closest to the score gets a point. If you manage to guess the score correctly, you get two points. Last week, we didn't play the game. (laughs) So fuck you, Amy. You're a liar. (laughs) Um... Because we didn't want to guess Overwatch 2. And it turns out Overwatch 2 got a bunch of reviews. And its score went all over the place. So that was fun. Um, so the scores are currently sat at Amy 17, Moody 25. With 3 for the guests. This week, I forgot they moved Scorn forward a week. <laughs> so I was going to be like, we're not going to play this week either. And then I was like, ah, Scorn's coming out. We should, probably, we should do Scorn. So this week, we're going to try and guess the open critic average of Scorn, which I believe has been in development for roughly thirty-seven years, if I'm if I'm if I'm right. Give or take. Give or take, yeah. I remember it was a it was a Patreon thing for Easy Allies uh, when they when first the, started. Yeah. <laughs> in like what was it, twenty sixteen? <laughs> yeah, I remember the guy who always spoke. Scorn. Brendan, Brendan Jones. Yeah, that's him, Brendan Jones. He was retired. Yeah, yeah he has he's retired. Fair play to him. Come stay home, stay at home, dad. Respect. Yeah, fair. You'd love to see it. I'm not going to lie, I didn't realize you had it again. I don't Until you put something there. Oh, oh, for this. Scorn. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because I think we wow, both we sort of watched. thought we weren't going to actually do it this week, but then I was like, oh, Scorn. Let's do Scorn. Yeah. Wow, Overwatch 2. An 80%. Sure. It was a lot worse at one point. An 8 out of 10, a 9 out of IGN, 8 out of 10 from GameSpot. Forbes gives it a 9 out of 10? Forbes. Fucking hell. Game Informer gives it a 9 out of 10? Hey, I mean, it's basically Overwatch again, and Overwatch was good game. Switches for uh, Overwatch 2, switches to a 5v5 format, breathes new life into what I was... I need a scorn room score. Scorn. I'm trying to delay to think scorn. about this right now. Scorn. <laughs> I do not know where this is going to land. So here's my, here's my journey with scorn while you think. 
I'll I'll buy you some time by waffling Thank a bit. You. Because like everyone is right, so everyone assumes Moody, and, and I take this a little bit personally. Everyone assumes that I'm like, Amy must be super excited for Scorn. And then I go, Why do you think that? And then they go, Because it's a horror game. And I'm like, Okay. Is that like the only criteria for like games that you think I'm excited for? Like, are they spooky? <laughs> and then they'll and then they don't say yes. But, but they think yes. It, but they think it. <laughs> and I'm like, I I've seen multiple trailers for Scorn, and I'm like, it looks wet, <laughs> and that's my entire opinion of of, of the game. It looks wet. <laughs> like, I'm not talking shit about the developers or the game itself. It might be good, but like, I've seen multiple trailers for the game, and I don't even know what the fuck it is. So, like, am I excited for it? I'll I'll wait for the reviews <laughs> on that one. It might be amazing. I don't it might know. not be. But like, I'm not like it's not been like on my radar at all. My big problem with the ra- with my radar is Moody. I just played twelve Steam Next Fest demos and added about half a dozen games to my radar <laughs> that are coming out in the next like month. That didn't help. <laughs> it's a great video though. You should check it out. Very popular with developers. That's good to hear. Yeah, I've gotten some when couple you tweet of, at them all. Got any... telling them watch my video. <laughs> I'm not saying watch my video. I'm just saying no, it's me, Senpai. And then some people did actually watch the video, so that was nice. I like to make sure, like, because I've kind of taken a stance against being, like, negative in those those types of videos, especially, where it's like, I'm not going to go out of my way to shit on a demo. <laughs> what will be the point of that? <laughs> I played way more than 12 demos, really, and some of them really just did not vibe with me. And I just thought, you know what? I'm not even going to bother mentioning them in the video. But it's nice to, like, if I've got something, like, positive to say about something someone's made, it's nice to say it to them. <laughs> 75. 75. There we go. I like positivity. It's good. And if, like, you've enjoyed something that someone's made, tell them. Because it'll probably make their day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that. Not also, that. Thirsty Suitors is fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so good. Is it as good as what we thought? Was? I think it's going to be as good as what we think it's going to be. You know it's not gonna get score on open critic. <laughs> it's gonna get like it's gonna get like twelve on open critic, but whatever. Fuck open critic. Um it's not, it's not the open critic's fault. Oh this, this, the problem is like I I can meme here. I could meme here. But the problem is I'm trying to mount a serious comeback here. Like I'm trying to like I'm trying to like overturn it. What is at this point an eight point deficit? So memeing's not really like the urge is there. The pull is there, right? I'm like thinking I could just meme so hard right now, but I really shouldn't. So I'm going to try and take this semi-seriously. Now, 75 is a great shout. That's a great shout for a game you're not really sure about, right? Because you're making me commit to a low score or a high score. <laughs> Do I think this is going to go up or down? Um, and, the, and, and the problem is, Moody, the only thing I know about Scorn is, as we previously discussed, is it's wet. That's not really a great place to start basing what you think the reviews are going to say about the game other than it's wet. I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> um, 71. Seventy-one. 
You made it, you were going to go 69, weren't you? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> it was a strong edge to just throw a 69 out there and be done with it. Just You're like, going to yeah, get I'm angry if it hits 69, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to be a bit annoyed, like, for sure, with myself. If I don't, like, for fuck's sake, Amy. Sometimes memeing works. <laughs> Sometimes it works. Um, That's going to do it for episode... What did I say it was, man? It was fucking hours ago. 324 of the Words About Games podcast. It's been fun. I like chatting games with you. Did you like the still I posted of last week's podcast where we were both like losing it laughing? Yes. It was fun. It was nice. I, I just happened to be like editing and going through the video and I like paused it at that moment. So I was like, I'm going to take a screenshot of that. Correct. <laughs> right. Because that, that was a nice moment I captured. Um, do you have any any anything you would like to share with the class before we leave for the night? Do you awesome. Have an awesome weekend and live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Warp me. <laughs> <laughs>